0: Like that. That's I always
1: always
0: for my son. Give me no mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> say, <laughs> give me no Can you get deeper? Deeper. Here he is, Tony
1: Bruno.
0: Hello? Hello? Happy Holy Thursday to all of you holy folks out there, holy rollers or anything else you're doing. But most importantly, welcome to the Tony Bruno Show Live in our new time, 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You said you wanted it to go longer. That would have meant noon to 4, but I ain't doing four hours right now.
2: You know, no, holy there's Rick. a problem, though. What? We still didn't eat lunch before. I know. So
0: this whole thing was about we wanted to make sure we ate. So this was so a... we get up at the same time. We spent five hours preparing for a show. And then all of a sudden it's one o'clock and we still have only eaten breakfast. We
2: need food drops. We need We need No, help. we need to
0: actually plan on eating food. Instead <laughs> of spending five hours preparing for a three-hour show, maybe if we stop and ate. But because we're so obsessed with making the show better every day... We then forget. So now we have to go till four p.m. I'm not crying. No, the blues. we're gonna
2: we're going to eat before that. Are we going to
0: eat if we're on the air and we don't take breaks? And we I'm going to make. It,
2: I'll heat something up really, really quick. And you're going to do <laughs> thing that you're never supposed to do and eat on the air, which you always do anyway.
0: The good news is I did my sinus wash this morning, so there shouldn't be any snot bubbles appearing on and the show we, today. We
2: have a sinus, a, a snot rocket update. Yes,
0: we do. It's amazing how whenever we do something on this show, the next day it becomes part of the news. And notice how sh- stories that we do on the show, you see later on at night or the next day on any other show. That's how on top of it we want to be, so to speak. Meanwhile, it is great content when you eat on the air. Thank you, Dean. We've got a lot of stuff going on today. But first of all, we want to start, you know what else it is other than uh, Holy Thursday here on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. What is that? It is National High Five Day. Now, high-fiving is still cool. The wave has is, is jumped the shark, so to speak. There are a lot of things that we do, but the reason National High Five Day is important today for everybody is because it's for a good cause. And unlike Bader O'Rourke, where I've given more a percentage of my very low salary to charity in my 2018 taxes, not 0.3%. But again, I'm not married to a millionaire, and I don't have millions of dollars at my disposal, but that's just me. But anyway, you know what today is? You you follow National High Five Day on Facebook and or Twitter, and you look for the special virtual high five post, which was up this morning. So that's where I saw it. So I go on, and I always, you know, there's a lot of National High Five Day, National This right. Day, National Pizza Day.
2: Well, you know what's even better than National High Five Day today? I don't
0: know if there's anything better because it's actually for good cause.
2: Okay, well, you're right.
0: That's Although
2: me. the this they should make the next one that the but one it's I'm, not, but the, it's also National Send Nudes Day. Yeah, but and that's that every day for
0: most degenerates on Twitter. National Send Nudes Day. With all due respect, as much as I have no problem with that, whether it's my own or people sending me nudes, we just can't post them on our show on Twitch, though, yeah. because that's that's against the law. But let me get to the National High Five Day first, yeah. because. National Send Nudes Day is funny in it, but it's not going to help anybody. Even p- pathetic lonely people like Jeff Watson, one of my Twitter followers sitting at home, who just sits at home and sends ridiculous tweets every day and I respond to him and then he insults me and then I don't even block him. That just shows you how tolerant I am. But today and you're seeing companies all over the world do this. Any big wires, you name it, they're all doing High, their virtual high fives. Robin and I just took a picture of ourselves, not virtually high-fiving, really high-fiving. Correct. And it was, we did a selfie, so it was hard for us to get our hands in position to it high-five.
2: Surprisingly, a lot of coordination. <laughs> Let's do
0: an actual high-five now and see if we can get it on camera.
2: Oh, hold on a second. Nobody's going to see it unless I have the other camera going on. Uh,
0: put the, put the three-shot on. Put the three-shot, so to speak. Not the POV. We don't have that one up yet. Now right. i got to find my activity feed again. Can you see it? There it is. That's a national high five. Do it again. That's not a virtual. That's a real one.
2: You can hear the slap of
0: You can hear the yeah. flesh slapping. We have other videos of flesh slapping, but we're not going to post those today. Maybe we'll put that on our National Send Nude Day. Yes. But, but anyway, what's going to happen is if you share, retweet, or post, you're basically donating $5 to Coach Art, which is a nonprofit providing free sports and art lessons to kids who have been impacted by chronic illness.
2: Oh, I like that.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, it's for a good cause. Yeah. And everybody who retweets and, and uh, looks for the virtual high five and goes to nationalhighfiveday.com, nationalhighfiveday.com, you'll see it. They have uh, virtual tweets on there. And when you retweet that or you post your own, money will be going to help kids chronically ill have arts and crafts stuff, art lessons and sports stuff, too. So it's another good cause, and that's why I like there's a lot of... Every day there's a load of hashtags. You know, today everything's about Jabbar and the Mueller report and all that other crap. We'll let the people who, like, go crazy 24-7, worrying about Donald Trump being arrested or impeached or thrown out of office and all this other stuff. Barr issued his report today. It's redacted, and the normal suspects are crying, and the other suspects are saying it's over. Whatever you want to feel about it, go ahead and feel about it. I'd rather spend my time enjoying life and not being obsessed with every single second worrying about what's going to happen in politics. I don't give a crap about politics. I don't get a dime, give a dime, or give a damn about Democrats or Republicans. I will never send a single cent. In fact, on my tax return where it says, Would you like to donate $3 to the national campaign? No! Hell I won't give no. you a. Here's what I'll give you not a high five. I'll give you one of these. Va fanculo, Democrats and Republicans, the GOP, the DNC and the OPP. I'm actually down with the OPP, but all you political hacks asking for my money, vafangculo. And that's not really nice to say on this very important holiday, Holy Week on Holy Thursday, Robin. My mom would not be happy. No, she would not. If that, she were listening right now, that finger
2: would be. What would she do? Did you did you get your um, mouth? She washed no. Out she would do soap? the
0: whole. Oh, you know, You've like you're that. getting
2: mad. Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times. But she didn't. She never washed your mouth out with soap. No, or anything? no,
0: I didn't do that stuff. Really? Soap was expensive back then. We didn't do that stuff. Hot pepper. You know, they take out the hot pepper. Uh huh. Now people love putting hot pepper on stuff. <laughs> Back in the day, but when your mother soap, took wa- out hot,
2: washing your mouth. Yeah, out but was that soap wasn't like an Italian thing. That oh, was no. just
0: a generic. I'm gonna wash your mouth. I was from the, the, the beaver. Wooden,
2: the wooden spoon was a wooden spoon.
0: spoon. Well, the nuns had the rulers and the pointers, oh, and I'm they'd I'm whack that of... thing over your hands.
2: I was so scared of nuns.
0: I love the nuns.
2: Oh no, not me. In I... fact,
0: one of my favorite movies is about nuns, not the nun the the, uh, the horror movies thing, which is based on all the whole. Uh, Annabelle and right. you know the, the the Conjuring and all those other movies. There's one the Nun, which Robin won't watch. I refuse. It's, it's on pay per view now, and I said I want to see this Nun movie. He said, no, I don't want to watch it. There's nothing on that I want to watch, and I got all these free points where I can get a free movie, and she won't watch the Nun. So I'm gonna. She's getting Nun, and I'm gonna go watch the Nun myself upstairs tonight. While well, everybody else is worried about the bar report, and idiot reporters asking dumb questions and getting wrecked by the attorney general. I was watching some of that and all of these pathetic people who pretend they're journalists just getting absolutely destroyed by the attorney general. This is
2: I there there was a show on TV, unfortunately it ended. It was called Designated Survivor. I watched it, I loved it, mostly because I loved the premise. Because not-
0: there is a designated survivor. Yes. It's It's true. It is true. But not on, it's not what's-his-name, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. No. Was he the designated survivor? He was the designated But he survivor. had another show before that that was popular, too, right? Right.
2: 48 Hours or 48... I, don't, I know. don't know what it was. But the premise is that the real designated survivor, which really does exist whenever they have a huge uh, government meeting in the Capitol and everybody supposedly there, they never allow... They always hold off one person that is, quote-unquote, the designated survivor, just in case the entire building were to blow up and kill everybody. Right. And it happened in the show, so then he became the president.
0: I get it, but I don't care. Here's one thing. I won't watch those shows. No,
2: but I, not that I wish ill Hmm. on anybody per se— but the idea of that is fantastic. Just wipe it. Just start with a clean slate. No, we
0: don't. Now, see, you're calling for mass execution and genocide. No. Are you a Nazi? Are you Hitler? <laughs>
2: no, I'm just saying. You've been to Germany, Robin. I'm just you grew up. Like you spent pa- you
0: spent part of your youthful days in Germany and in Holland, two places that are hotbeds of subversive activity. And so, therefore, people will now start suggesting that you, Robin Austin, I know, at well, Miss Robin Austin, have ties to Nazis. I know. You've been in the Anne Frank House, right? I- Yep. Maybe you were a spy. Maybe you were Maybe. a Russian spy, German spy, right. Dutch spy, I spy, Maybe. you spy. We all spy.
2: Maybe I'm a the rebirth of um. Oh, her name just went bloop through my brain. Uh, the famous female spy. During
0: Not the Rosenbergs. No, 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 no. no, no.
2: <laughs> she, was, she, she used her womanly wiles. Yes,
0: I know who you're talking oh, about.
2: It, like the name went in and out of my head really, really fast. A
0: Nightingale, Florence no. Nightingale. Oh, no, she That's did something gross. else. Wasn't she with Robert Kraft in the video that we will not now see of the uh, activity in the gym? I know who you're talking It'll come to me. It but in the meantime, let's get down to the business, shall we, Robin?
2: It came and went to me. That's
0: I know. I know who it is. I can't think of it. All I can think it's, of... Uh,
2: it's like a Russian, like Karina or... or...
0: Bananarama, it's Bananarama, Spy versus it's Spy. Not, it's
2: not Harikari, it's No, no, no. But it's, it's something like a name like that, but not.
0: <laughs> exactly. Anyway, you see, I don't watch those. I don't watch television shows based on fake political stuff because there's enough political stuff that I don't care about anyway. So why would I watch a show called with, well, Madam Secretary? And even though I love the chick, the actress, what's her name, uh, who plays the lead, Madam Secretary.
2: I know. I love her, too. But But
0: I don't like that. I don't. There's enough politics. And so when I would sit down tonight, and if I'm not watching sports and I'm looking for something else, I'm not going to watch a show about politics based on politics. The first
2: two seasons were fantastic. It doesn't matter. It's all fake shit. I don't care. No, this year they went way over. So
0: I'm supposed to care about the fake vice president when I don't care about the real vice president. I'm supposed to care about the designated survivor or any other political bullshit show.
2: Matahari.
0: Matahari, that's right. She yes. was out with her the other day. Tok- not Tokyo Rose, that's another one too. There was Tokyo Rose. Stevie there
2: was came up with it at the same time I did. Thank it's Matahari.
0: No, and it's I didn't right. watch the West Wing. It's M
2: A T A. Mata. Yeah, yeah
0: Matahari, not M A D A. That's right. Mata. Uh, like, like, like Thad Mata. The former coach, except it's spelled differently. Anyway, enough about that crap. Yes. That's what I say. If we, everybody's obsessed with politics and they're spending all day watching news channels and getting, I'm on this side, I'm on that side, I don't believe this. You know what I do? I get away from that stuff. I get away from it. So why would I watch a show like The West Wing or Veep or Madam Secretary or Designated Survivor or any of these other phony baloney bullshit shows that I'm supposed to get entrenched in on stuff that's not really happening when I don't really get entrenched in things that are really happening in politics. We have too much politics. That's why we watch sports. That's why we go out to the movies. That's why we go to theater. That's why we go out and take walks. That's what I do. Anybody else wants to sit at home and be obsessed every second of every day about politics? You need to go out. Get out of the house. Now that the weather's nice, go outside. Again, you can do whatever you want. I'm saying what I do to get away from it. I turn the damn TV off. Or if I'm going to turn it on, I'm going to watch the Science Channel. I'm going to watch Nat Geo. That's what I watch at night. I'm not watching panels of 17 people crying on TV every 10 seconds. Why would I watch that? Anyway, you do what you want. In the meantime... We got Dude. all kind we have the schedules that were released last night. I got to give it up to the eagles uh PR staff, whoever runs their Twitter feed uh-huh. and one thing I'm noticing with a lot of sports organizations they're hiring really sharp people to run their Twitter feeds because most of them get it now. They get that the fans are following them, and instead of the mundane stuff that they used to post, to all these sports teams, there's a lot of really clever stuff going on on Twitter and the eagles whoever's running their Twitter feed. And, of course, everybody was waiting for the NFL Network's 8 o'clock release of the schedule. But you know what everybody did, including the Eagles and all the other teams that what didn't did want do? people waiting till 8 o'clock? They released the schedule earlier because they knew the schedule. It's sort of like the Mueller report. They got the redacted version, and then they let it all hang out. And so the Eagles had printable schedules. They were breaking down games by game. I asked them if they had a, a, a tattoo, but I don't want to get a real tattoo. I want, like, one of those temporary tattoos. Remember the ones you used to get, and you'd stick it on your skin and pull it off?
2: Right, you had to wet it?
0: Yeah. Well, you got to wet everything now. you got to make it wet. It's usually you just spit on it, and then you do it on, and you... But I asked the Eagles if they could send me a printable tattoo that I could put on my neck. Or I could put on the back, on Robin's back, so that I can... uh, When I need to see the schedule, I know exactly where to go. Before the refrigerator magnets come out, and they... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put it right above the tramp stand. So every time I need to see whether when the Eagles are going on the road and when they're playing at home or any other team. In fact, I may have – because, you know, the the full back tattoos are Uh cool now. You've seen those, right? Yeah. Like the Yakuza's. You get the entire back tattooed. So I'm going to get an entire – every team in the NFL. I think Brian Baldinger does that every year. He just gets a temporary one, though. Because he has the schedules of every team in his office yeah, yeah, no, over in re- Jersey.
2: Well, but only lasts like a couple days, though. No, okay. I want to get the one that's a little
0: off. more um, Hannah. Because Hannah lasts longer, right? Yes.
2: And then it just fades gradually. Yeah, slow
0: fade. I like the slow fade. I don't want it to go fast. I want it to slowly fade away. Gotcha. But anyway, so the schedules are out. And the Eagles are saying, here, print it, share it, love it, flap it up, slap it up, flip it, rub it down. So I asked the Eagles PR staff. And they haven't responded to me yet, which is an outrage. Because don't they know who I am? Don't they know who I am? They, they don't even follow to. me, those bastards. Yet I give them love. And they're probably good people, and I probably know them. But anyway, the schedule's out. Everybody's sitting around machinating, and, uh, and it's interesting. And we know who they're going to play. And, of course, people are now trying to figure out. And as I said yesterday on this show, when you got Buffalo and Green Bay on your schedule and you know you're going to play them away as a team or as a fan base, You're always wondering, is it going to be later in the season when it's cold in Green Bay? And we got those questions answered right away. The Eagles game against the Green Bay Packers is coming early, so the weather will still be nice. It's like the Eagles always play the Packers when they play them in Green Bay. It's always early in the season, so it's going to be nice weather. And that's great for people who travel. But for those people who want to see the frozen tundra, you're missing out on it. You'll have to watch it on TV. The Eagles-Packers game at Green Bay is a Sunday night game, Thursday, September 26th. And that's going to be week four, and that's on uh, Sunday Night Football on September 26th. But the Eagles start at home against Washington September 8th, and then they go right away to Atlanta in the second week on, on Sunday. So they got Sunday Night Football week two on the road, Sunday Night Football week four on the road at Green Bay. So Atlanta at Green Bay, and then they play three in a row after playing the Jets at home. They go to This is tough because the Eagles will play a home game Sunday, October 6th against the Jets. Then they go on the road for three straight weeks. On uh, October 13th, they'll be in Minnesota against the Vikings. Right. Then the following week, Sunday, October 20th, they go to Dallas and play the Cowboys on Sunday night football. Then the following week, Sunday, October 27th, now we're approaching Halloween. The leaves will start to turn. The weather beginning to get cooler, chilly. Buffalo, 1 o'clock game. The end of October. Now, you may have a snowstorm, but certainly it's still not going to be the dead of winter in Buffalo. It'll just be chilly. It'll be nice football weather. Late fall in Buffalo. So three in a row at Minnesota, at Dallas on Sunday night, and then at Buffalo. Then the Eagles come home for three straight games. So this is a really interesting stretch of the schedule because they're three in a row on the road. after. So they from some Sunday, October 6th, their next home game is is on Tony Monday, December 9th. Sorry yes. to
2: interrupt you, but yeah. Dean, of course, is piping in saying, how many bits for you to stop talking about the Eagles schedule? I'm just giving because I
0: said I would break down
2: the schedule. And then Tony in North Carolina says that I need you to break down the Giants schedule, thanks in advance.
0: The Giants schedule will break down itself. as you know, Because the Eagles get to play the Giants twice late in the season. They play them on week 14 and then week 17. So by then, the Giants will be broken down. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? And, and so that's weird because, as per usual, in all team schedules, the final couple of games are always going to be divisional games because that makes it exciting. Right. Like the last game for the Eagles is the Giants on December 29th, the week before that, Cowboys December 22nd, and the week before that, Washington December 15th and then the Giants before that. So the final four games are all divisional games for the Eagles, and all teams will do that. They want to make sure that the last couple of games, even if the division is over, there's still something to play for, especially in divisions that are expected to be hotly contested. Right. You want to have those important matchups late in the season. But anyway, it's an interesting schedule. The thing that, that stands out to me is three straight on the road, then three straight at home, and the Eagles go from October 6th to November 3rd, almost an entire month. Between home games at that stretch of the season, and then three in the row at home. So, anybody wants to talk about football, you can just hit us up here on our live stream as we are underway on a beautiful. And it Thursday. doesn't have
2: to be just Eagles talk. And I'm not because gonna... we are a national show, of course. Um,
0: Cowboys, by the way, my sources are reporting that the Cowboys may, in fact, based on the schedule, go zero and sixteen this year. This year.
2: Wow, I'm seeing it right there. Oh, from Jamaica two one five. Yes, because he's a cowboy here. Now, um,
0: Niners seven and nine. I don't know. I'm gonna. I was gonna do the entire NFL schedule, breaking down team by team, and give you the final results. But I have. I need, I need to let this uh, percolate, marinade, marinate, not percolate. Come oh, on, okay. Ron. Percolate is when you're making coffee, and that doesn't take well, that long. Could, Once the oil starts, water starts to boil in the old percolators. Marination is what you need.
2: Uh, because it needs to just be down low. Yeah, down it's like low. when you get a nice piece of salmon. Percolating is when you're up already. Yeah, and... when it's starting to okay, b- bubble gotcha. over.
0: and then you Or if you have a steamer. Gotcha. You hear like the pressure cooker. It starts percolating inside and then... God, I hate that noise. I always <laughs> wait for... I hate pressure cookers because I'm always waiting for them to explode. It is probably the most ridiculous device ever made. Because in essence... You have a ticking time bomb with your food in it. Oh yeah! And then you're, you're watching that thing vibrate and percolate and and steam, and, and you're thinking, "Holy crap! This son of a bitch is going to blow. It's going to blow, right?"
2: Yep. And 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 trust me, it does. Like if you don't have the seal on totally perfectly correct, correct, uh, there comes a point <laughs> where that seal will blow. And I've been there when it happened.
0: Hey, it's gonna blow. When it's gonna blow, it's gonna blow. There's
2: nothing you can do to stop it. And you certainly don't wanna be anywhere near that because They
0: couldn't do it when Moby Nick no. Moby Dick blew, so to speak.
2: It's scary. By the way. Yes. Um God I, People are commenting. I mean, the, people have now figured out how fantastic the Twitch chat room is and yes. how interactive we are. Now we're going – they're they're commenting so fast. I'm having a hard I know. time i It is up.
0: hard keeping track.
2: So uh, – Who wins
0: the Super Bowl? Everybody wants to uh, – see, like Luigi did a show here last night. Right. And, of course, the schedule was released, and then he went through the whole thing. And I think he had the Eagles like 13 and, 13 and 3. And Ooh. I got people seeing – Dean put 8 and 8 up there and all this other crap. Although I did say to Dean, though, there's one game that I have circled because he's a he lives in the Tampa Bay area, but he's a Boston guy. And he's Thank a, you,
2: Doghouse he, Show.
0: Doghouse Show just jumped just, in with a couple of... Just cheered us. Oh, beautiful. Cheered us
2: with bits. You can
0: cheer us with bits. You can do whatever you want with your bits. But just get those bits in there. But here's the thing. Patriots come to town and play the Eagles this year. And that game is... I circled it for Dean, and then I actually tweeted him this morning just to bust his chops. November 17th, right before Thanksgiving, Robin, the New England Patriots are coming to Philadelphia. And I said to Dean, I want you to come to Philly. Right. We'll go to that game, and then afterwards, I'll take Dean and Robert Kraft to a very nice establishment. (laughs) And I promise him that we won't get arrested. There probably won't be cameras inside, and I I can assure him that this particular establishment does not have anyone underage. Everybody, all the women are legal. There's no hanky panky in the back room. Right. It's just a legitimate they're, massage. They're
2: not underage.
0: That's what I'm saying. They're all legal of a okay. legal age. Okay. 18 or older.
2: Now, uh, bubba 182 said uh, gave us even more bits. I, I can't count all of them because he did it one of a time. But um, he said that's for bears talk.
0: Bears talk. No bears. No bears. I don't have everybody scheduled in front of me because I don't. I can't use 52 pieces of paper to do the show.
2: I know. I put most we're of my notes. We're paper.
0: not just we're trying to save a planet and save the forests and save the whales and save everything else and save humanity.
2: Who wants a legit massage? I want a legit massage.
0: Now, I haven't had a legit massage or, or an illegitimate massage in forever. I used to get massages all the time. Legit ones.
2: Now, have you ever been to a massage parlor where they had happy endings? Uh, no. No?
0: I have not. Seriously, if I was, trust me, I would say. No, know,
2: you would say. You would have no problem saying You know, saying
0: the it. best massage I ever got was from a guy. Yeah. It was my buddy Blaze, and, and his name Blaze, and everybody's, oh, because I would talk about it on the air. He would call into the show, a guy from South Philly that I knew, but he was a professional masseuse.
2: Do you think he he was here? In, was he here, or was he in L.A. from South Philly? No, LA? no, he
0: was here in Philly. I he didn't give me a long-distance massage. This is before I no. moved to Los Angeles.
2: Somebody from Philly could have moved to L.A. No, no, no. There. It
0: was here in Philly before I moved to L.A. Okay. And Blaze was from. I wonder phenomenal. if he's still working. I don't know. He's probably older than me. He's pro- it's like me. I can't give a massage anymore because my hands are so I bad. A
2: massage. And I don't even care if it was one with a happy ending. I just want a real massage at first.
0: <laughs> I seriously don't remember the last time I got a massage. And and you've had great massages, in Canada. you had the ones the, the Korean massages, well, and
2: well, that, so that that was a
0: scrub and massage. That was that's the, not a massage. That was like soup nuts. That was undercarriage. That was the whole. Macho- the Korean
2: a Korean spa is not a massage. No,
0: I know it's just a real, real but it uh, is
2: fantastic. Yes, it is. But it's not like deep tissue or anything like that. It just makes you feel like a baby afterwards, or look like a bit because didn't we
0: have skin- a massage in Sedona?
2: Uh no, we had one in Palm Springs, I believe.
0: Oh, that's right. That so that's yeah. a
2: long time ago. Yeah, that was a couple's massage. I haven't
0: even been to a chiropractor now in three years, and my back is a mess. I can't even win the Masters now. I that's how to, tight my back we is. We need
2: to find a new our our chiropractor here in Philadelphia. Retired, retired, which is a Shut total outrage. How dare he? How dare he? And here's you another try.
0: instance of I like my doctor. But I didn't keep my doctor. Well, that was period. Not,
2: that was not because of insurance, though. That no, was no, because I know. That. He retired, so we are now actively on the lookout for another good. Uh, I need
0: to find like a little woman, like you know, a, a woman about five feet tall, eighty-five to ninety pounds. And this is what we used to do when we were kids because we thought it was the right thing to do. Uh-huh. Do you ever do this when you're a kid? Like your back hurts, so you'd have like your oh, yeah, brother or sister walk on you. Yes. And I don't think that that's probably good. But it always felt good. Yes. Or you have like one of your little nephews or nieces, you know, you're like, hey, my back hurts. And you Kids lay down. Kids are
2: fine. Adults, not Yeah, you don't so want
0: some 300-pound dude no. walking on your back. But
2: I've seen, I've seen photographs of massage masseuses that actually do still do that. But they're holding on to like a bar over their head. Now, that
0: was a different video we were watching no, 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 the other No, 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 no.
2: I've seen it so that, so that they don't put their full weight on you if right. they don't want but, to. But no, it.
0: but we always thought because we, weren't, we were dopes. That when you have like one of your nephews, like a five-year-old nephew, walk on your yeah. back, it felt good, right? I oh,
2: know that felt because I, it actually is. It, does. it
0: is like compression. It, it, it's not even just compressing; it's like loosening. It's, it's yes. reversing the the curvature of your spine, right. not permanently, but you know, the, when, when we were in California, what did I go out and buy? And then you you, you wanted us to get rid of it because it took up too much room. One of those inversion things. You know, the guy you get in it at the table and it you goes all the way back.
2: Never. Used I it.
0: used it a bunch of times but then I would get Disney because I don't I don't like hanging upside down
2: well there you go
0: but it still was good for you yeah but and it's a, it was a huge piece of equipment so we moved back we took it to us with us to Philly and then when we had it at dockside it was so big there was no room to do it then we had the cats and so those things those inversion tables I think work great don't they I loved it I did too why did I we get rid it. of it that old bastard who does the commercials. He still does
2: it. Yeah. Have you seen that guy? He's I like eighty something. I know. Well, um, <laughs> Dean. Dean says, where, "Where was it? I've seen you and Robin getting a massage on the Moroccan bench by the Ah uh,
0: Absolutely, man. So here's Bob from Valley been Forge
2: sending him pictures. No.
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs> yes, there are many. If uh, that, that Moroccan bench in Venice, California, could talk.
2: Mostly it would be a great
0: Netflix show. I'll tell you that right now.
2: Oh, Tony, you you were a man whore.
0: Yes, I was.
2: And probably so. But I was a
0: legal man whore. Yes, you were. I wasn't were. doing anything now, against anyone's will. You
2: were divorced.
0: Exactly. And I became an absolute man whore. Yep. And I did things that I don't regret. You know, Frank Sinatra said regrets. I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. I don't have any regrets of the sordid lifestyle that I engaged in once I was no longer married. It was, it, was, it was probably six or seven years. That should be a major motion picture, or at least one on the Hustler channel. But enough about that.
2: <laughs> he was just, he, Tony went away to, uh, <laughs> to memory land for just a few minutes there. Did Dr. You see Hope. It? Did you see it happen? He was yes, picturing all sorts of I things was. in his head.
0: I was, by the way, I never bought two chicks at the same time when I was in LA. Well, in essence, I do because you got to buy them dinner and you invite them to the house and you got to have a well stocked bar. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's not buying it. No. That's just being a gracious host. Because I was never one of these guys because I had a nice house. And when I would invite people to my house for parties or women or multiple women, it was always, they knew that this wasn't just some cheap bastard inviting you to the house. I'd feed them.
2: So you weren't I'd like a, a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of guy?
0: No, I mean, it was always... That's why I had so many people who liked me because they knew I wasn't one of these ah. typical guys who was just, you know, like Tinder dates, you know, where you just that's hook up for sex. That's very considerate of you, Tony. Yeah. Well, thank you, because Tinder wasn't around then.
2: No, no, that's but right. But I, I, I probably
0: wouldn't have used Tinder to find uh, random sex acts. And again, it wasn't random. It wasn't like irresponsible behavior, any of that stuff. It wasn't unprotected dangerous things it was just a man enjoying life to its fullest which i try to do to this day except my back hurts but anyway
2: (laughs) now this i'm I'm reminding everybody this is the portion this is the the first time in the three-hour show i will say i'm going to try to Cut it down to just three times, once every hour. Right. Where I remind everybody to please click the little share button and share it with all your friends and family on social media. It's super, super simple. It does it for you. Uh, It helps us. We need to... well, Well, our goal is...
0: What's the goal today?
2: The goal today is to get it up to at least 75 live viewers at a time. Now, it doesn't seem like a lot. 75, you're like, 75? That's like nothing. But, but, we're brand new, and we figured this out. 75 viewers, it it shows that's the average viewer per right. second. So there's a lot of people that tune in and then tune out and then tune in and then tune out. But the
0: good thing about the show, we have the metrics that we could see. Yeah. And one thing about the show, which, which has been absolutely mind-boggling, and we appreciate it, is when people tune in on Twitch.tv to watch us live or yep. listen to us live. Yep. They're staying over two, almost two it's and amazing. two hours and 15 minutes of yeah. a three-hour show. We
2: got a phone call from um, one of our Twitch uh, associates who, who called Tony to have him be part of this uh, new Twitch platform, radio hosting platform, and he's like, that is unheard of.
0: Radio like, stations would die to have yes. listeners stay for more than 15 minutes, and that's the advantage of doing this long-form show, is that people are listening... Some for the entire three hours. But the average, now the average time spent listening on this show uh-huh. is two hours and 14 minutes amazing. of a three-hour show.
2: That's fantastic. That's
0: a dedication. So that's a loyal audience, and that's what you want to see. That is
2: a dedication sensation. Absolutely. And, and uh, Erflocco7 said, shit, I'd watch four hours. How, How many, many hours would he watch? How many?
0: All four. 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 We want to thank you for those of you who have... Four hours or three hours to spend with us every day.
2: Twitch, um, ek- ek- I want to know, is this one of those things that I need to know that it actually says something? Ek- EKT8750. Ek- Probably his initials. Ek- I'm trying to pronounce it easier. Tickets? Kate. I don't know. Anyway, 8750 says Twitch needs to enable picture-in-picture on the app so that we can watch and listen while using other apps. Well, you – if you are – it depends on what you're doing, whether it's on your mobile app or on your desktop. On your desktop, I know that you can have it running in the background, but I don't know about the mobile app. I think the mobile app, you can have audio only. You can slide. You can go we, – we established that yesterday that you can go up into settings while you're in the video and go up into your little settings thing and choose audio only, which means, I believe – that if you choose that, then you can have other apps open on your mobile okay. phone. Yeah, Dean has
0: it on his 55, because Dean has had recent knee surgery, so he's, right. he's holed up anyway. But when, even when he's not holed up because of surgery rehabilitation, you know, he's home in the afternoon, he's watching sporting events, he's got stuff yep. on his TV, he's got multiple stuff going on. Well,
2: that's the, that's the really cool thing from your mobile phone app. It actually has a, um, a, a button that you can click just to stream it onto your TV right away.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's available everywhere, so yes. there's no excuse. If there's internet involved, you're there, even in your car now. You don't even have to have internet in your car. Your phone doesn't have to have internet as long as you have service. You can listen to the audio only on the Twitch channel, or you could just watch it, end, but don't watch it and drive. I, I don't recommend people... Driving and watching the video stream. No, you can just. That's what's good about listening listening to it, right through your uh, right through your phone.
2: Eighty-seven fifty says it cuts out if you go to another app, so that'll be a point that I will make to Twitch that they need to have that option because YouTube has that option, I believe, and there's a couple of other apps that allow you to do both at the same time. Um, And then Doug McGregor goes, "Work isn't important. Listening to the show exactly, and that's 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 a
0: man who has his priorities in order, and that's what it's all about." One thing I think we're going to have to do on this show, because people like, yesterday they like the uh, it's a sinus wash, and I did it earlier this morning, and you notice, I got a little bit of congestion, but it's going to take a couple of applications. And so once I get the, all this stuff out of my sinuses, it's much better. But here's the thing. I forgot what I was going to say now, Robin. I'm getting easily distracted here. Because the board, is it's, it's, people are going crazy now.
2: Wow, Dean says that his new TV has the Twitch app built into it. No! Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
2: That is awesome.
0: That's a good job out of these TV manufacturers.
2: Wow. Well, you
0: know, all the new you have smart TVs, now you can't buy a TV unless it's a smart TV, which means they have all the apps built in—the Hulu, right. Pandora, Netflix, Then you don't have to have a separate device and, and try to stream it through, a, through something else. You, we actually, one of our older TVs, we, it's not a smart TV. So what we did is we bought a uh, a DVD player.
2: Yes, smart Blu-ray. A
0: Blu-ray DVD player, which then becomes your source to stream on your TV. your
2: smart But now when you
0: buy a newer TV, it's going to have all the apps already in it, and then you can just stream stuff very easily. Or
2: you can purchase the Amazon Fire stick, Stick. and then that'll allow you to stream all your smart
0: Yeah, on Roku, people have the Twitch app in there. So pretty soon, you're going to be able to get Twitch everywhere, even when you're Twitching at night watching the Celtics try to cover the point spread last night. And by the way, let me get into the NBA. So last night, and again, last night I was up late, I was watching Charles and the guys on the NBA on TNT show, which is, I've said this a million times, there is no better pregame or postgame show Than the NBA on TNT. I heard
2: you. I heard you downstairs. I'd already gone upstairs, and I hear you just laughing, just giggling downstairs. Just
0: because watching those guys have fun, and then they're showing videos of them like tackling each other in the green room on the set. You know, Charles was joking last night about how he should be an offensive lineman. Yeah, I thought you were watching
2: SpongeBob again. No, I was
0: watching (laughs) the NBA on TNT after the games last night, and the Houston Rockets was the late game. Now there's a later game tonight, so they're really going to be up late over down into the TNT studios in Atlanta because the late game is the Warriors in action tonight against the, the Clippers. So that game doesn't start till 10:30 here on the East. So they'll be going at 2 a.m. strong uh post game, but they, they look like they were running out of steam last night around 12:15 after that Rockets game. And of course when they when they're bored, they have much more fun on that show.
2: Now, Bubba 182 is saying, "When are you going to do watch-alongs with NBA playoffs and and maybe we should do maybe a watch-along with that show.
0: It's too late, though. I mean, I'm, I stay up and watch it well, because they're people, the best.
2: There's people on the West Coast. There's also late birds like us.
0: Ernie Johnson, still one of my favorite human beings and great broadcasters of all time. Nobody control, Even though that show's out of control because all five right. guys are talking at one time, it's just... It's a train wreck, which is what this show has been for a long time. But to watch Charles and Shaq... <laughs> And Kenny the Jack. No. It is, it is it is very it, fun. It's fun. Quite possibly the best pregame or post and especially post game. Because they're gonna show you the highlights. Yeah. It's like people when I when I used to have fun on my shows, on network shows, it's talk more sports. Those guys are talking about games that just ended. Yep. And are they just are they just breaking it down? No, they're having fun, fun. breaking it down.
2: That's the way it should be.
0: That's why it's great to watch, man. It's great watching people having fun doing their jobs, which well, they love we, and which they're enjoying at the same time.
2: We are definitely, I, Baba, we've been, we've been talking about the the live watch shows. And yes. we're going to start off choosing a couple of uh, different games or programs to do live watch shows. they got to be
0: important games. I'm not going to do like some regular season Wednesday night Cincinnati Reds game, hoping that they can hit over 200 as a team. Right. Although we had history in the Reds yeah. game last night. Did you see what happened in that ballgame? Joey Votto. Hey, Votto. Joey Votto, for the first time in 1,592 games in his illustrious career, popped out to the first base side and made an out. He has never popped out to the first baseman in his career, which started in 2007, 12 years later. Because we always talk about I've never seen that before. Or all these great comebacks we've seen, right. starting with Tiger Woods and then the Warriors game and then the Sixers in the third quarter and then all these comebacks. And then Tampa Bay, the Lightning losing. Who, I, By the way, somebody scolded me yesterday. And I, I, I screwed up one of the things that's become a tradition with me, thanking teams for participating.
2: Yeah, a lot of people called you But out. the
0: Lightning and Penguins were wiped out so fast in the first round. My head was, I actually, I think I thanked the Tampa Bay Lightnings on Twitter after they lost that third game and went down three games to none. And the same thing with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I don't necessarily have to wait till the team is out to thank them. Although, you know, we thank the the, uh, the Lightning and we thank the Pittsburgh Penguins. And by the way, we can also start thanking several other teams. In the National Hockey League, we would like to thank the Calgary Flames in the NHL. Because last night, Colorado in overtime. And by the way, we have tape on this game, Robin. Can you find that for me? Because I want to play the tape of this. Because last night, Calgary pretty much put a stranglehold. I mean, uh, Colorado put a stranglehold on those Calgary Flames in overtime. And while Robin's finding the play-by-play cut, Bruins win in Toronto. So that series is now 2-2. And the Minnesota Stars, formerly the Minnesota North Stars, now the Dallas Stars, Absolutely hammered the Nashville Predators last night. They pumped in four goals in the first period. It was lights out. Hammer job. 5-1. Stars beat the Predator. That series is 2-2. But the other series that I am thanking the Calgary Flames for is last night's game in Colorado. Colorado, hockey in action. You got the Denver Nuggets involved in the playoffs. The Rockies are 0-5 at home and the Phillies go play them this weekend. But let's go live last night. Well, this isn't live. Let's go to the play-by-play. This is late third period. Avalanche trailing by a goal. And the same man does it twice. The same man who tied the game then wins the game. Let's go to the tape. Down the wall. McKinnon. Deep slot. Barry back from McKinnon. McKinnon looking for space. Right in front. Right side Soderbergh, Rantz
3: in, one-timer,
1: scores! Yeah! Baby! What a one-timer from Miko Rantzenden! The Fantastic Finn is the overtime hero!
0: The Fantastic Finn, Robin. It was a chick that I knew that was a fantastic Finn once, too, back in L.A., because there's a lot of European flavor out there. But how about that? That guy excited out there in Colorado? That's Miko beautiful. Ratnan ties it up late in regulation and then wins it in overtime. But that's, you know, we always play great soccer calls. That's an ex- now that's the local guy in Colorado doing the play-by-play. But how excited was he at Miko Ratnin We got a yeah baby in there. We got a lot of good stuff. That was really good. That's your hockey highlight of the night. But meanwhile, in the NBA, as I mentioned earlier, let me play my music again, though, because I love the TNT theme too. Robin, it's too low. Will you stop playing with the damn volume?
2: I need to hear this. Everybody can hear it, Tony.
0: No, I need. I know when it's right under me. I talked up records so many times in my life. This is not drowning me out. All right. It's the perfect mix. It's like when I have a back vodka, vodka cran, I know what the perfect mix is. So James Harden last night, if he's not the MVP of the NBA, the league should just cease operations because no team and no player is more locked in in the postseason than this Houston Rocket team. I mean, it is a beatdown of biblical proportions. And what's interesting to note here, as Vin Scully used to say on the Dodger games, if you bet on all three NBA games last night and you bet the favorites to cover, they all covered, especially the Houston Rockets. They won by 20 last night. James Harden, 32 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists, another triple-triple-double. And we'd like to thank the Utah Jazz. Even though we're two games into that series, Robin, I'm officially calling this one. Sort of like they did on election night 2016. I'm calling this one with all precincts reporting and all of my good friends in Utah. We'd like to thank the Jazz for participating in this year's (laughs) 2019 NBA postseason.
2: There you have it. Even
0: folks. though they're only down two games to none and have to go back to Salt Lake City, this baby is over. And what's interesting here is that last year, the Houston Rockets won 65 regular season games. And everybody said, oh, the Rockets. And then they disappointed in the postseason. This year, the Houston Rockets won 53 games, 12 fewer games than they did a year ago. And yet, nobody is playing better. I mean, Nobody. In any sport, is playing better than the Houston Rockets. That team looks like they're going to cut down the Nets, even though they don't cut down the Nets in the NBA, which I never understood. So the Rockets are red hot. The Milwaukee Bucks and poor Indiana in that Celtic game. But let me get to the Bucks first. Bucks, they they were the Detroit Pistons. Going to give them an E for effort, but give them a lost dog at the end of the night because the Milwaukee Bucks. Pretty much came out in the third quarter and said enough of this bullshit. Thirty-five to seventeen, they outscore them. They fly away from the Pistons by twenty-one points when it was all said and done. And they were fifteen-point favorites. And people saying that's a lot of points in a playoff game. Not for the Milwaukee Bucks, they're up two games to none. And obviously the Pistons are hurting, and they don't have like Griffin. But they, but they played hard. I'll give them that. If you, look at the, if you watch that game, you would say it doesn't look like they were losing by 21. Because they were actually, they were giving the Milwaukee Bucks a lot of problems in the first half. But then the Bucks put it away in the second. But the Celtics, the Pacers were pesky last night too, said That fast five times.
2: Pacers were pesky. Pacers were pesky.
0: Pacers were pesky last night. That's a good one. But Kyrie Irving, 37 points. Indianapolis, the other night, remember, they only had 29 points in the entire second half. Last night. They had 12 points in the fourth quarter. So it was a close game. And even though they only scored 12 in the fourth quarter, that game was still hanging in the balance. And more importantly, the point spread was hanging in the balance because Luigi was over here. And I said, wow, looks like the Celtics aren't going to cover seven and a half because it was like a six-point game. And it was over because Indiana had a bad inbound pass by. <sighs> Who was it that threw in that horrible inbound pass? I mean, they, they imploded. They imploded in that game. Wesley Matthews, bad inbound. It was a two-point game. 12 seconds left in the game was a two-point game, Robin. Pacers throw the ball away on an inbounds pass. It was stupid. And then uh, what happens? Celtics go in, uncontested layup and the foul, and then a couple of free throws, and all of a sudden, a cover for Indiana Pacers betters becomes a lost dog because the Boston Celtics go on and win it by eight, covering the seven and a half. I could hear people screaming all over the world who said, I'm taking the Pacers with the points tonight. That's one of your backdoor, meaningless basket cover, meaningless free throws in the last 30 seconds of a game that led to a cover, not just a win for the Boston Celtics. And let me be the first to thank you. My friends Pat and Indy and all of my friends at the right. Indianapolis Pacers in the Circle City, as we called it, Eddie, Naptown, all the other nicknames. I want to thank the Indiana Pacers, and obviously they're outmanned, and they're missing their best player, but it's over.
2: Now, Tony in North Carolina has a good point. What's the point? He says that basketball is very difficult to bet on.
0: It really is, because you look, you look at a game, like last night, I was watching Lock It In mm-hmm. over on Fox Sports 1. that They predicts every day. Clay Travis is on there. And there's some other guy who started a blog who's really annoying on TV on there, too. Jason somebody. But anyway, you know, they were breaking it all down, picking all the games. Uh-huh. And everybody was afraid of this Boston game because of the point spread. And they were really afraid of the Bucks game because it was 15 points. And when you were watching that game, you're thinking, oh, the underdogs are going to cover, especially Indiana. Because Indiana, they were right in this game till the very end, even though they were awful in the fourth quarter only scoring 12 points. They still had a chance to stay in there, maybe forced overtime, but they imploded like golfers did on, uh, on the final 18 couple of holes at the Masters facing Tiger. Right, Kyrie Irving was unstoppable. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum was unbelievable. So the Celtics' two main guys did their thing, and not only win, won the game, they helped cover the number. And so people were like, oh, and so if you were betting on that game in particular, and you had the Indiana Pacers plus seven and a half, right. you're thinking, okay, it's over. It's only a couple seconds left. How many points can they score in the final 12 seconds? Well, enough to cover the number. <laughs> and that was one of those bettors were cheering and that bettors were pissed off, depending on which yep. side you had, because that one came down to one the of final those, second.
2: Uh, don't turn away yet, folks.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, you had to watch that to the final gun. Well, they don't shoot guns in the NBA anymore since they got rid of the bullets in Washington and turned them to the stupid Wizards which is even worse than Bullets, in my opinion. Because Bullets are real. Wizards are fake. Are they not?
2: No, there's real Wizards. There are? Yeah. Well, they claim, just like there's real witches.
0: So there you have your NBA up there. tonight, the Sixers in Brooklyn, this one has the potential of getting ugly because we have, like, trash talking going on between games. Now, you remember the other night when Joel Embiid elbowed Jared Allen, the center for the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. And they would call it a flagrant foul. And then right. afterwards, at the postgame press conference, Embiid is sitting on the dais. Ben Simmons is next to him. And somebody asked him about the flagrant foul elbow to the chops yeah. of Jared Allen. And he starts to look like he was saying, I'm sorry, I really didn't mean to do it. You know, I was just trying to be physical. And then Ben Simmons smirks and whenever Ben Simmons and Joel and are together yeah
2: they're, they're
0: cuz Ben Simmons is like trying to he's trying to co- cover his laughter those, knowing that that Joel wasn't really those serious
2: those two are like the like if you, if your mom said I don't want you playing with such and such right. cuz you guys always get in trouble that's those two
0: yeah but but see Joel knows how to play the play to the crowd right. and play to the media Ben Simmons likes to keep it close to the vest so whenever Joel says something funny or silly or he knows that he doesn't mean what he's saying yeah he snickers, and then Joel reacts to it, and he started laughing after he apologized and yeah. said, I'm really sorry that I elbowed Jared Allen. And then. Uh, Pretty
2: much negated his apology. So then there's
0: a couple, then there's laughter, and then Joel laughs, if you saw the clip the other night. And then he does it again. He says, well, No, really, I'm, I'm, I want to apologize uh, for yeah. doing that.
2: How do you believe anything that he says after. Well, something I guess
0: like who that? doesn't believe it? The Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> and so. You'll see some of that again tonight. And, that, and then something else happened, and it happened at practice this morning. I think it was yesterday morning or this morning as they get ready for this game and the shooter. out No, it was in Philly yesterday, so it was ah. here over in Camden. They asked Ben Simmons because one of the Nets also got into some trash talking. Not really, Somebody asked him a question about Ben Simmons, and the guy they asked about it was Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley of the Brooklyn Nets was asked, About Ben Simmons game Ben Simmons all-star right great young player and Jared Dudley said Ben Simmons is really terrific in the uh, open court but in half court he's just average right so that's that's trash talking to some people because all they take from that quote of Jared uh, Jared uh, Jared Dudley is Ben Simmons is average in the half court and you know what he's technically right because the half court means you have to stop and make a shot When Ben Simmons is running, you know, he's going to the hoop, he's dishing it off. And so that's a diss, though, because Ben Simmons and Jared Dudley aren't even in the same stratosphere as players. Right. So what happens? So Ben Simmons is asked by the local media, hey, what about Jared Dudley saying you're an average player in the half court? Ben's response, quietly, that's coming from Jared Allen? I mean, Jared Dudley? Basically, that's what he's saying. That's coming from Jared Dudley. That's all you need to know. So you got those two guys trash yeah. talking. You got uh, you got Joel Embiid, you know, and their center going back and forth. Does that mean it's going to get ugly tonight? No, baseball is where it gets ugly and guys start throwing at each other. Yeah, and it's stupid stuff that's going on in baseball—they got to stop that, Robin. You know, I hate that more than anything I know else.
2: You do. That was guy it. hits a home run and he throws so his bat, and painful. then
0: next time he comes up, you got to throw the ball and hit him.
2: You know, and then all
0: these guys come out, and it's just, and then the umpires have to try to figure out who's fighting, who's not fighting, who started and the, it.
2: And the thing is, is that, I mean, fighting, people can get hurt absolutely. But there's never
0: any real fights but, in baseball. Right. Just all the guys run but out of the dugout. They all the, come out of the, and the, the you bullpens. Have,
2: you have been on this soapbox for a really, really long time. They're throwing those balls 80, 90, sometimes more miles per hour. No, it's
0: always in the night. If it's a fastball, it's right. in the 90s, unless you're a wimp.
2: And. That's not just like being hit with a tomato.
0: Yeah, but they're not throwing at guys' heads. I mean, the, the pitchers, unfortunately, pitchers still, are told to you, do this.
2: But you exactly pitchers that's are said that's point. the unwritten
0: rule. Right. If a guy shows you up after hitting a home run and throwing the bat or being too exuberant, that means that guy's got to go down the next time. And it's so the next wrong. time he comes up,
2: teams should be pen- penalized for that.
0: They do, and the pitcher gets thrown out. But it's it's just stupid. It's, it's stupid. Yes. It really is. If somebody hits a home run and does a bat flip, that means the pitcher sucked and the batter, by the way, who has a tougher time hitting a home run than the pitcher has getting him out in most cases. Why is it that, that, that we still do this? And kids are seeing this. I know. It's all about the kids with me. kid, We always talk about – Kids are learning stuff, you know, and they're they're trash talking, and there's brawls ha- at little league games because they see the pros do it. Right,
2: and when it happens with kids, again, they don't have as much control, and they could hit somebody in the head.
0: Yeah, but but see, they don't do that. Most in little league, even even the most even the biggest douchebag little league coach, who's out there, you know, because his son's a stud pitcher and he's throwing curveballs when he's ten years old, you know, and he's got a repertoire of pitches that a ten year old pitcher throws. Those douchebag dads out there who just try to show off and have their kids live vicariously through their kids' athletic abilities, which most of these guys do. And I know this because I've seen it as an umpire. Because right. I never coached my kids. I did the harder job. Anybody could go out there and coach their kids and say, my kid's a bright player. I'm going to play well, him. Yeah. He's going to be my pitcher. If you're
2: an umpire for kids' yeah. games, you What I did is running. I had the
0: rule book in my back pocket. And whenever one of these parents or one of these jerk-off dads coaching his kids would come out and give me crap about the rules, I would embarrass them, but without making a scene, Uh I would open up the rule book and show them what they don't know about the game. And so while they're screaming at me as an umpire, who's volunteering, by the way, the toughest job in sports is being a little league baseball umpire or any kind of umpire or official where you're doing it, not because you want to get paid, you're doing it to help the kids. Because to me, umpires and and officials... Um, coaching kids or refereeing games with children they're there to help the kids too they're not request. there to throw kids out they're not there to to make to make a name for themselves they're not they don't want the people to look at them but the people always blame the officials especially at the little league level yes. because how dare you call a strike when i'm behind the plate against my to son my johnny
2: flake. um we have a request tony uh, Clinton for Jail.
0: <laughs> Clinton for Jail. That's a
2: great name. Clinton for Jail says, Tony, let's hear your strike three call.
0: Well, I would do, when I when I do the strike three call, just think of the Naked Gun movies. Uh-huh. And my favorite umpire. You remember the, the one call when he strike. he would go strike three, and then he would do, uh, what was his name? The guy who was in Naked Gun movies. Leslie Nielsen. Remember Leslie Nielsen? Right. He was Enrico Palazzo when he came out and sang the national anthem, but he was also the home plate umpire. <laughs> in the movie with Reggie Jackson yeah. and the great scenes and one of my favorite movies of all time, and then he would start doing when he would strike people out, he'd start doing the moon dead, the moonwalk, and spin around, and you know because everybody was talking about him right. and the players Reggie Jackson and Jay Johnstone was also dissing him as the referee as the home plate umpire. So it's a classic sequence of. of Calls being made by Leslie Nielsen, the umpire, at Angel Stadium. By the way, uh-huh. that's where they shot Which those scenes.
2: You threw a first pitch out. No, at of course,
0: him. but I must kill the queen is right. But if you if you want to laugh and, and have a, a mindless weekend, we still want your... watch the naked gun. Mo- I didn't do that stuff. I just would say strike three. Well, I didn't let's hear it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ring the kids up. I didn't go. He met me I didn't do that because this is kids. True.
2: But you, but I'm sure you didn't just oh, straight through. Yes, that's what I did.
0: What are you going to do to a kid? Ring him up?
2: You know, you was know. to scream. You know, ring, ring the motherfucker up.
0: You know who, who did the tirade of Ring the motherfucker up? No. The Eck. Dennis Eckersley. Former Red Sox great. I don't know if you've met him. Got a, I mean, he's still a good-looking guy. He's got the long hair. He was a great relief pitcher. He was a starter. Then became one of the all-time greatest relief pitchers. I, I know him. I know the Eck.
2: No, I think I met him. He had the great. He had a porn stash, right?
0: No, it's not a porn stash. It's like a. On, you'll me... see the Eck. Uh, there's pictures of me and Mike Golick with him. So anyway, one day in a, after a game, he got thrown out of a game for complaining about balls and strikes at the umpire, the home plate umpire. And then after the game, and he he was a laid-back guy. He wasn't He wasn't Rob Dibble. You know, he wasn't one of these guys who would go crazy like Carlos Zambrano. Yes,
2: I have met him. Yeah,
0: Dennis Eckersley. Smooth, cool, good-looking guy.
2: But he had he had a porn stash back in the day.
0: Yeah, but he had a great hair. He had the great hair. He just looked – he was a good-looking man, and he was a great pitcher. So the, the classic – got to find the tape of this one, another one of our shows where we play great uh, locker room stuff, mm-hmm. tirades. Dennis Eckersley was asked by the media in the locker room of the Red Sox after the game, you know, what was going on with you and the umpire? And he, he goes to this, you know, I'm out there just trying to throw strikes, man. I'm not trying to throw balls. I'm throwing strikes. All I want him to do is ring the mother bleeper up. And he says, just ring the mother up. <laughs> and that's what he does. And it's one of the funniest things because you never expect it to come out of X mouth. But the ring, and that's why when I was thinking at what call would yes. might be, ring the mother up. bring him up.
2: Now, Tony in North Carolina agrees. It was definitely a porn stash.
0: Yeah, no, it was a porn stash.
2: I think I even. Told but it was a clean
0: porn stash, though. <laughs> it was clean. It wasn't one oh, yeah. that had all the bacteria in it like the modern day stuff. You know what I'm saying?
2: Look, this is what we <laughs> determined yesterday. And by the way, everybody in the world must be listening to the show because all the news shows were talking about it that night, what we were talking way earlier in the day. About the the, the,
0: the beards, the, the difference beards. between the beards and dogs, and the yes. bacteria and in there. Here's the
2: thing, simple thing.
0: Well, it's not. It wasn't like an exclusive. It no. was. It was because you do all much. of your research. This was some Swedish or a Scandinavian. Uh, yes. No, it was a, It was in Switzerland, in Switzerland. right? Switzerland. These were Swiss scientists.
2: Scientists, and here's the thing, very very simple. If you have a beard, get beard wash. It's sort of no, like... no. It's called
0: take a shower. See, now I have well, a goatee. Obviously, when you, you take like... a shower, you better wash your beard. But then I was seeing these videos of these douchebags with these beards. So one guy eating ramen out of his beard yes, and gross. then pouring sriracha sauce in it.
2: That's nasty.
0: That's nasty. It's really even nasty. your own beard. There's, guess what? There's bacteria that even if you're eating out of your own beard because you want to go viral on YouTube and on the Internet.
2: We are now being followed by bad golfer. Thank you so much.
0: Followed by a lot of bad golfers. I welcome all you bad golfers for joining us today. We got to organize a bad. Actually, there is a, a a golf tournament every year that I used to play in, called uh, Scrubs versus. I, I forget what it's called, but it was basically people who aren't really good golfers, but they played before. Okay, it's not like somebody who's never picked up a golf club and goes out. Because, I would like to. Start yeah, but when you how. when you do that for the first time and you go out there, it's intimidating and it's frustrating. Yes, because you know if you, you go up there and you, you you know you you hit one ten yards. Then everybody's looking at you. But then we called this. Uh, I gotta remember the name of it because I have a T-shirt for it. And if somebody remembers it, hackers versus whatever. That's what it was. Hackers versus cancer. You know, there's coaches versus okay. cancer. So it'd be hackers versus cancer. So hackers are gods who are just regular golfers. Right. You know, maybe would you know break a hundred. You know, shoot in the nineties. You know, if you're shooting in the seventies and eighties, you're a good golfer. If you're shooting in the nineties and having a hard time breaking a hundred, you're a hacker. That means you don't play a lot. Like, I've shot, I've shot a couple rounds in the 90s. Uh-huh. I've never shot par. You know, and then I've shot rounds at, like, 110, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> but so the good thing is, if you shoot in the 90s, you're a hacker, you know, get up to near 100. Those are the guys you go out and play men, men, and women, because men and yes. women hit from the women's teams. So we would put this, somebody put this uh, golf tournament, or I'm sure they still play it, hackers versus cancer. So all these people who are mediocre golfers.
2: Where was who, the tournament?
0: It, it, it's, it was in Atlantic City, down at the Atlantic City Country Club. And those are fun to play in because you're playing with people who aren't really, really good. Right. And they're all so in, your, not in your same realm. They're not, you don't have one pro out there right. showing you all up. Although I played in tournaments where you get one really good golfer in a scramble format, a lot of charity events. Like they'll have one, not a ringer, but a really good golfer. And then a lot of times you take his shot, he or she. Because I, I played with women who are the pro. And then when they hit, the, they hit the shot, everybody hits. And then the pro, if you don't have a ball in play then the pro will hit the shot, and sometimes a pro won't hit better than somebody else did. Dude. But if he hits the best ball, he or she, then you take that ball and everybody goes in place from there. So there's a lot of different formats.
2: We were just followed by Anonymous.
0: We were? Yeah. The Anonymous?
2: Uh, I'm assuming absolutely 100% guaranteed it is the Anonymous. Well,
0: let me know when Bill Barr follows the show. <laughs> then we can denounce him here and call him a traitor and all the other things that he is right now. No, we I mean, we talked about it the other day. Lee Elia with the Cubs. Yes, Goose Gosage. Uh, I just thought of the Eck One because we were talking about umpires and people are yes. upset and the whole. But you've seen the Naked Gun movies.
2: I have. It's been a long time. I don't. You I, realize most see, of the people in
0: those movies are dead now. now I mean, O.J. Simpson's still alive, but most of the main Bobby. characters are all gone. I know.
2: Now, here's the thing for me. I only watch movies once. I'm not one of those people. Other than Groundhog Day, which you have to watch over and over again um, because that's just what it's all about. I and I I, so because I've only watched movies once. I remember the storyline, but I don't remember lines. I don't remember. There are only few.
0: There are very few movies that I can remember vividly. Scenes because you know people are really good. They could they could tell you the names of. They could tell you the dialogue of like like Luigi and Joe Corrado. (laughs) they so know annoying. like every line ever uttered
2: because they watch movies over and over again but especially I- the
0: mob movies they like every they know every line every bit of dialogue from the go- every godfather movie the all the good fellas all the I mob lose movies
2: i in a movie if i've seen it more if i watch it more than once
0: no but if like 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 spaceballs if i watch it once yeah. every couple of years it's still funny to yeah. me yeah Blazing Saddles. I can watch that, but, but I, I don't still... watch it every week. I'll watch it maybe once or twice a year or once every three years.
2: But I still won't watch a movie regularly enough to remember dialogue.
0: Like Ten Commandments is always on Easter weekend, right? Right. And yet, even though people have probably seen it 50 times, it's like on, on Easter Sunday or whenever they play it. I think uh-huh. it's on Sunday or Saturday night. People still watch it every year. They watch the Ten Commandments. Uh,
2: the only thing, the only line I remember that from that movie is what? Let my people go. I remember that, the Charleston-Heston line.
0: I only remember the burning bush.
2: That's a whole different movie, yeah. Tony. No, I'm not talking about the Ten
0: Commandments. <laughs> I remember the other burning bush. I think they called it fire crotch back in the day when it was hot in L.A. But anyway, enough about that. But I gave you the NBA, and I gave you, so I thanked the Indiana Pacers today, Indianapolis Pacers, Indy Pacers, and I thanked the Utah Jazz and the NBA. We want to do that. We want to be thankful for these teams' participation we got to come up with some lovely parting gifts mm-hmm. so that they could take home with them and enjoy the rest of the summer.
2: I'm going to interrupt you really quick before you do the rest of those. Yes. Um, fabulous. Steve Green from Foodie Chats is going to be here. Oh, is he shortly. coming by? He is coming by. So I'm, we need to go upstairs and make sure that the front door is unlocked because I told him just to come in and come on down. And then I'm going to um, somehow or another in three seconds try to figure out how to make something – some food for us.
0: We know how. Maybe he, maybe we should have had Steve from Foodie Chats <laughs> know, bring
2: something. Bring food. Right he's now, been in the
0: city for four days with his Foodie Chats family. He's
2: Coming here directly from a Sonesta uh, walk through.
0: O- that's a hotel. Yes. There's no Sonestas in Philly except for a hotel chain, which Correct. are nice. The Sonesta yes. hotels.
2: Yes. He's he, so he's getting the full tour walk through um, of the Sonesta, which is a beautiful hotel.
0: Luigi checking in, and the line is Robin in the Ten Commandments. So it be written, so it be done. Isn't that what it was?
2: That was uh, that, that was, was Charlton.
0: That was uh, Yul Brenner.
2: That's the Yul Brenner. He played the um, the Egyptian pharaoh,
0: not the Egyptian magician. Those were the Jerky Boys who did that. But uh, so it be written, because I can I can I can, I think Luigi has it in one of his sound yes. effects. So because you remember the Yul, Yul Brenner. I love. I him. think he was smoking an unfiltered cam camel in the movie. If you look closely, you'll see when he utters that scene. So it be written. So let it be done.
2: Oh, well, that's so, so
0: let it be written. So let it be done.
2: That is pretty good, Tony. That was a
0: cross between Yule Wait, Brenner. Do it again. I'm gonna. That's, that's my a cross and... between Yule Brenner and Jackie Mason. Remember the <laughs> behind... <laughs> Yes. Or Bernie Sanders. You got a little yes, Bernie Sanders yeah, yeah. mixed in there. So let it be written. So let it be done. I used yes. to smoke too. That's why I can still do that.
2: But you sounded like this from birth, Tony. So it had nothing no, to do not with really. your smoking.
0: Not really. By the way, can we have uh, Uber Eats? We should have our buddy, Eric Cohen, who drives... He doesn't drive Uber Eats. He doesn't go there. He doesn't play that shit.
2: Although he probably would for us.
0: Uber drivers, you know, have the option of driving for Uber Eats, which means they deliver food that you order in their car as part of Uber Eats. Right. How do they get paid for that, though? Is it like a delivery fee?
2: I guess. I don't know. I'm sure if Eric is listening right now, he would probably be able to tell us.
0: And then... Another line from Edward G. Robinson in the Ten Commandments. See, I've seen the Ten Commandments a million times, but I I only remember, like, a couple of scenes. I remember the Red Sea part. Because when you're a kid growing up in a Catholic house, you watch and you say, Ooh, look, the Red Sea is parting," And then you realize, back in the day, that was remarkable. You're like, Wow, how did they do that? You know, and and, uh, Cecil B. DeMille— You talk about extras and all. And they didn't have the technology we have now.
2: They didn't, like, Photoshop um, a million people into a scene like that. They actually had
0: thousands and thousands thousands of people. Yeah, extras. And and it's one of those movies that has a lot of, like, scenes that if you look closely, you can see, like, the 405 freeway in the background (laughs) because they're filming What do they
2: call those? um, uh, uh, Easter eggs or, or... There's, there's a specific word for the things that you can see in movies that are either errors or yeah. There's
0: there's a whole there's websites dedicated to finding out the, uh, the 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 mistakes yeah or the things that they didn't cover up or because you know when when you're editing a movie you see those things and then you cut it out or edit but they didn't do it because Cecil B. DeMille he, you talk about because that movie won like a million Academy Awards yeah. because when you look at it
2: he confirmed um. um E K T confirmed that it's Easter eggs.
0: Easter eggs? Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Not, right. In the Ten Commandments or in other movies?
2: Any movie. Any movie I didn't know they were called Easter you eggs. You see something that doesn't belong there, or, and it's either a mistake or it's. I don't it does, think it's
0: unintentional. No,
2: there are. No, no, that one isn't. But there are, um, like in Deadpool, there's a bunch of Easter eggs. Well, yeah, intentionally. They're intentional that, that are referencing other movies Correct. or inside jokes. But all of those types of things are called Easter eggs.
0: Speaking of Easter eggs, you see what I, who I busted out today because I am a collector of these fine. Priceless, priceless works of art. I get them at the dollar store. and I've had these babies, my little Easter bunny and my little Easter ducky. And they you know they have the sun thing and they're solar.
2: so this this is just a little little uh, information for Mr. Tony Bruno. He loves those little, wibble, what do you call those things?
0: They're solar solar things. They're not bobbleheads but it's because their of heads like, all bobble. Right.
2: It's kind of like a bobblehead idea, but he loves those things that
0: just. So I have them for all seasons. I have oh. Halloween ones. I have Christmas ones. Oh, yeah, you
2: collect and I go out. to the
0: dollar store. I go to the dollar store, and they owe, these things are a dollar each. you got to remember to clean the solar panel yeah, in the back.
2: otherwise they don't move. They kind of die. This
0: is going to save the planet. If I get all of my little uh, solar-powered uh, characters, whether it's Easter, Christmas, uh, every every holiday, you can think of it, Valentine's Day, uh-huh. I got a couple of summer ones that are really cranked. I have them in the office, and when I turn the light on, it's a little the, it's a scuba diving uh, octopus.
2: And a swimming whale.
0: And a swimming whale. And those things are really cranked up, yeah. because and when the light reactive. gets on them, they, they make so much noise. They're like banging up there. I'm like, what the hell? That's those two. These guys are a little uh, weak. This bunny and this little yeah. chick. The,
2: little bunny's, the bunny's not hopping. That's for not... sure. Let me put it back up here now in the back panel. You like those right there? Yeah, right? you can see them.
0: See, they're moving now, but I don't think this, the, the light's making them move. Do I collect uh, Matroyoshka nesting dolls also? No. 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 I, I think I have one of them, but I don't collect them. You know what those are. They're the Russian. The I Russian came you up. you
2: might have a nesting uh, um, nutcracker.
0: A nesting nutcracker. That's right. Where you have a big one, and then you open it, yeah. and then there's a smaller one, and then the smaller one, and that, and then the smaller one, and that, and then the smaller one, and that. People collect that stuff. But I'm collecting my little, uh, I have nutcrackers, and I have my little bobble things.
2: Yes. Now, Luigi says, this is going to end up with me standing on Tony's roof with a box of tinfoil. I know it. For what? for my
0: dolls he's seen them they're all I, in my office
2: i don't know i think i think he's referencing the, that they're not moving enough and so somehow or another you need to he needs i'm
0: gonna have to get a, a big solar array on the roof or maybe a wind turbine to crank these things up but they don't need much light the ones in the office prank i'm gonna bring those down now that the weather's getting warmer after no, easter weekend
2: they really make noise No,
0: i want people to see it i want to have something in the background. You know like they do on those dumb around uh, the horn shows. Yeah. You know where they like the writers put put like that with a whiteboard behind them and they write stupid sayings on it. We have our wine corks and all the other stuff, but this stuff is real.
2: Now what we what we don't have down here which we should is your your award. That should be like featured with a spotlight on it. The Tony Bruno <laughs> award.
0: Yeah, I got to put that up there. Resting not cracker. That's
2: AKA for She's Asleep. She's Asleep, a resting uh, nutcracker. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. let's go to. Okay, I'm going to go upstairs really quick. You're going to finish your. Uh,
0: and Steve Green's going to come down instantly. He'll be our first live in studio yes. guest.
2: Yes. Um, so We're going to
0: talk food. We're going to get even hungrier because he's he's a guy who travels the entire well, country. Let me see if I can do something about it. I go upstairs that. and get that. First, before you do, let me blow my nose.
2: Okay. Because I'm already. So uh, I can talk while you're blowing yeah, your nose. <laughs> yeah. For those, for the ladies and gentlemen that uh, did not tune in yesterday, uh, just be grateful that he didn't. He's not doing another a. I uh, did it this morning. Sinus now. rinse on air.
0: Exactly, but remember, Solar. I didn't even kiss her.
2: Oh, by the way, yes. Before I go upstairs. On the one shot that I have up on the screen right now, mm-hmm. instead of having the tip jar be in over the black screen, I have the tip jar on my in head? the frame over the wine cork jar. So that if oh. anybody gives us bits during this scene, it'll go. It'll look like it's going into the wine cork oh, jar. It's cool. Wow!
0: The technology on the show, even the ten, even Cecil B. DeMille couldn't put this together the way we are. Well, Miss Robin's doing all the work. And I gotta get some maddens, I gotta start putting stuff up there. I gotta get my can you bring my my trophy down, Robin, too, while you're up there? I gotta get that unsheath that baby. That thing's been in its in its beautiful case since I received it in Los Angeles over almost two months ago. I gotta get that stuff out here and put it behind her. All my all my awards, because I got all these people on Twitter who say to me, What do you know about news and journalism? I got to slap all my documentary, all my awards, Pennsylvania, Alabama, national awards for covering news and sports. I'll keep those, I'll shut those suckers up. You know what I'm saying? So I got to put a couple of Maddens up there. And yesterday I told you about the Tiger Woods rookie cards from 2001. Uh, they were the solid gold rookie cards. One that was signed by Tiger Woods is now up to 35 Thousand dollars on eBay, $35,000 because they were issued. And I don't know if Tiger signed this purposely uh, signed this for the guy who bought it at one point or whether they had like, you know, a certain number of signed cards in the box. And I didn't even know they had golf cards, but now they have cards for every sport, NASCAR, you name it. So the 2001 Tiger Woods rookie card, gold and signed. You can look it on eBay. Go do an an eBay search for Tiger Woods memorabilia. After he won the Masters, values went sky high. Would you pay $35,000 for a signed Tiger Woods golf autograph card? Somebody's doing it because it's been going up and up and up. It was like $32,000 the other day. This morning, the last time I checked it, $35,000, and the bidding doesn't end until next Tuesday. So over the Easter weekend... We'll see how high that card gets. There's other cards, too, that aren't going as high. They're the same cards, but they're not signed by Tiger Woods. For example, there's another one, the same card, Rookie Card 2001, solid gold, is $17,000 without Tiger Woods' signature. So that Tiger Woods' signature pretty much has doubled the value of that card, the Rookie Card. And I said, my, I told you my son, Chris, he was a teenager when we were down in Disney World in 1999, at brave spring training at the wide world of sports complex and tiger woods signed a baseball for him. So if I, if a if a greeting card, a uh, collectible card is $35,000, what's a tiger woods personally autographed major league baseball worth? I'm going to start the bidding at uh 15,000, 15,000. Let's start it right there. So we're going to show those babies off. No, not the cards. We're going to show off my awards. We're going to do a thing here. I don't want to mess up the wine motif, though. I may have to have a separate shot on another wall. And then every once in a while, Robin will switch the camera and go right to my award wall. Is that a little uh, pompous and uh, narcissistic, do you think? I don't think so. It's not like I, it's not like I spent $35,000 and got myself a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame like a lot of people do. Do you know that now? You can't be like Joe Schmoe off the streets or Joe Schmo from Kokomo. But a lot of celebrities who aren't really legendary stars yet but are popular, they pay $35,000 and then they get themselves a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's how it works. If you don't believe me, look it up. Because when I start seeing all these people getting Hollywood Walk of Fame stars, I'm like, really? Yeah, they're popular, but a star? And then I found out that to try to put more, get more of those blocks filled on the Hollywood Boulevard they're paying. They're charging people thirty-five grand, and since it's more younger and more well-known younger people, they figure, hey, people are going to be looking at stars from the '30s and '40s, and they're going, who the hell is that guy? Then they see the younger people, like Ryan Seacrest, as a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, guy's a great broadcaster He's had a great career, but is he Hollywood Walk of Fame level yet? My opinion, probably not. Wait a minute. Is there a baseball signed by Tiger Woods going for 1500 bucks, Tony, I got to look. I got to go. Robin will come back down and we'll, we'll go on eBay and, and check that out because I want to see how much that baseball is worth because I may have to sue my son, Chris, because the dope that I was, and because I'm a journalist and I was there reporting, I didn't go and grab a baseball and get in line and have Tiger Woods sign it for me. I told my son go grab a baseball because Bobby Cox was getting it signed. Uh, all the Braves pitchers, Glavin, Smoltz, Avery. All these guys wanted Tiger Woods because he was on the field in pregame warm-ups, and he came on the field, and people started grabbing baseballs, the managers, the players. And so I said to my son, hey, grab a baseball. They're all over the field. Get Tiger Woods to say He was reluctant, but then he finally did it because there was a line. It wasn't like 50 people. It was like 10 people in line, and Tigers was graciously signing them all. So I'm going to sign, because I need the money. My son's got a house it's paid for now. It's time to take care of Dad right now. You know what I could do with $15,000 right now? I have a John Lennon autograph personalized. I wonder what that's worth. It's priceless, because John Lennon did not sign a lot of autographs, and I, for one, was not one of these persons who would go out and have access to these people and ask them to sign autographs. Because I don't think that's right when you're in, in that position. Nowadays, you know, everybody wants to get somebody's autograph because they think they're going to make money off of it. Most people you see waiting in hotels for athletes to come out when they're in town, whether it's a baseball player, they're not collecting those for their own personal gratification. They're going to sell it. Oh, you, almost bust, you almost dropped my award, Robin, because you had your damn phone in your hands. ladies. We almost had a calamity here. Our whole people saw that. Robin carrying down in my velvet cask, she literally almost dropped this thing. I get back on camera here, Robin. I want you to explain yourself. Did you almost just drop that out of its box because you were too worried about holding your phone and not a, a priceless piece of crystal? That is not at all what happened. Is your mic on?
2: That is not what happened, Tony Bruno. Yes, it
0: is. I saw it. I wish I had replay because I see – Robin comes back down the basement. With this beautiful black box containing my coveted Tony Bruno Award, named after yours truly.
2: I was putting it down, and the and so it happened.
0: So I see this all of a sudden. I see her carrying it, and I see this open up, and this trophy falling out. And if it hit the ground, if it hit the the tiled floor here, ceramic tile floor, what would have happened to this, Robin?
2: I know, I know, I know. That baby would have shattered. It's not on video, so it didn't happen.
0: It did happen, and I saw it, and that's why I have to apologize. Because I almost saw my entire life flash before me, as this beautiful box containing the Tony Bruno Award,
2: well, you better be careful with yourself. Almost become shattered. Okay, I have to be. I'll be right back. Look
0: at that baby! Look how nice that is. This is a multi-purpose award. I'm gonna put. I I can't put it up here yet though, because there's no space. We got all these little bottles of wine up there. Get that crap out of here! I want this some bitch up there now. Excuse me while I take down my. uh, Excuse me while I whip this out. These aren't even, like, good wines. These are, like, they, they don't even give these out. And this is a wine sampling from a company that's been trying us to have us buy their wines. So they send you the little bottles. And there's a Chateau de Bain from 2014 in Bordeaux. And there's, and it's cool. This doesn't really do anything except give you a little taste. Let me put these, back. let me put my trophy back up. there. I got to get the sun glistening on it just right. We'll make sure we get the right lighting on there. You know how when you have objects, they are and you have one of those lights that just shines on it, like you're in a museum, and people walk by and say, look at the glistening of it. Because the light, if you get this in the right, because it's it's like a Fresnel lens in a lighthouse. You've seen those because they're cut and concave. This was caught by a great crystal year. I think it was uh, a guy doing crystal meth was actually cutting this. But it's beautiful. That's my baby right there. This is my fourth child, ladies and gentlemen, and it means a lot to me. And I want to thank the BSM people, Barrett Sports Media, for presenting this to me this uh, this spring in Los Angeles, California. It's got a lot of fingerprints on it. Robin Robin gets it all smudged up. You don't, you, you got to, I have to have, I got like the Stanley Cup. I need a pair of those white gloves. You know when they carry out the Stanley Cup, which they won't be doing in Tampa or Pittsburgh this year? if you're scoring at home, and they have guys with white gloves deftly, gingerly carry the Stanley Cup out to the ice and then place it on its proper pedestal. The most grand of all the sports trophies. The oldest North American trophy and still the best. Because let's be honest, if you win a Super Bowl, if you win six of them like the Patriots have, what do you do with the Lombardi trophy? You use it as a stinking baseball bat. That's what Rob, I don't know if everybody probably have seen this by now, Rob Gronkowski goofing off recently holding the Lombardi Trophy. And the Lombardi Trophy is nice. It's a silver football on a pedestal, and then you can hold it. The Stanley Cup is massive, but players who win, as you know, get to take it for a day or a weekend, and they take it to strip clubs. They take it everywhere, and then they drink out of it. You can't drink out of the, uh, the Lombardi Trophy. But then Rob Gronkowski, without a doubt a member of Mensa and one of the smartest guys ever to play the tight end position in the NFL, was using it to goof off and lay down a bunt and a ball hit it and put a dent in the Lombardi Trophy. I want to hear from all you Patriots fans now. Tell me that you love, and he's retired, so he's gotten the hell out of town, out of Dodge, yet he's still using the stinking Lombardi Trophy as a fungo bat. I want to hear from Dean and all the other Patriots apologists out there who think that's cool. Because listen, Rob Gronkowski is a cool guy. He gets chicks, you know, he's having at parties. He's a fun guy to hang out with. Chicks dig him. And our good friend EKT says, the guy who holds the Stanley Cup, the guy with the blonde hair looks like a golfer, Phil Pritchard, the man who is the keeper of the cup. I, I, I don't know about you, but whenever they bring the Stanley Cup, I, I get emotional when I see that Lord Stanley's mug trotted out to center ice. Even though the Flyers haven't won one since 1975, it's still a special moment in sports the handshakes and all that other stuff. Can I claim this on my income tax? It's not a write-off. It doesn't have a cash value. This, ladies and gentlemen, is one of those priceless. It's like the art that was stolen up in Boston all those years ago, the 13 masterpieces that still have not been found. you got to put this in that category of priceless. In fact, I'd like to know what you, some of my best fans out there, would be willing to pay if I would make replicas. You know, like... When a team wins a championship, now you can get a replica Eagles Super Bowl ring. You get replica World Series rings, Patriots rings. You think that these would fly off the shelves? If I had a personally autographed Tony Bruno crystal microphone that you could... It's suitable for framing. Put it on your mantle. Forget about all the nutcrackers and all the the tchotchkes around your house. This could be the greatest tchotchke ever. I make it Vince Shlomo or the Flex Seal guy to start pump, pimping these during commercials on uh, late-night shows. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Thank you. Tony, that trophy now looks like it's so deflated. I wonder if it's from defla- the, the Deflategate year. I'll, I'll, the only way we can find out is called uh, Tom Brady and uh, Robert Kraft. And by the way, the breaking news last night, because yesterday everybody was excited that the Robert Kraft massage parlor video was going to be released, and then last night a judge fortunately said no to protect the rest of America, not just to protect Robert Kraft, but would it really be cool? Who would really want to watch a video of a guy who's almost 80 years old with women in a a massage parlor? Would you watch that? I mean, people watch all kinds of stupid videos. People were watching me do a sinus rinse on this show yesterday, so obviously people would watch they, they will sell – no, they will not be selling this at Kindy's, the South Philadelphia discount Christmas vacation and Christmas implement store. Robin's been to Kindy's. You know what, Robin? She heard about Kindy's. She's like, wow, it's a, it's in the old Quartermaster building right off of uh, I-76, and you see it has the big lights Kindy's. And you're thinking, yeah, let's go in there. They must have really great Christmas shit. And then you go in there, and it's all crap. They have a couple of nice things. But it's not that good.
2: No, it's it's like shitty Christmas shit.
0: Exactly. Anyway, it's time to eat. No, I want I want to again. I don't like eating on the air, but since we're doing a commercial-free three-hour program today, and since the man from Foodie Chats is on his way to state, great Steve Green.
2: And the and, whole point of changing the show from one to four was so that we would eat ahead of time, and we still didn't do that today. So that was a bad. That was bad. Out so we're gonna go shot. two to five now. No, no, no. no. Oh. So now, did you just doing... whip this up? I just whipped it up.
0: That's pretty good. It's got you got black beans in there. So it's a quesadilla. You got a couple of uh, corn tortillas in a frying pan, right? Uh-huh.
2: No, uh, flour tortillas.
0: Flour tortillas, that's right. I don't like corn tortillas. I like flour tortillas. But you just bought some damn corn tortillas. Why? The right?
2: only good, the only time flour tortillas, you can't eat them raw. You have to eat them if they're, like, toasted.
0: Yeah, that's the way I always eat yeah. them.
2: I mean that that's corn. They're raw
0: anyway. They're and all like, raw. But
2: but flour tortillas you can eat without toasting them. You can ha- roll them up and and they can be cold, but and and they're still nice and soft. But the the corn tortillas you have to have a little crunch to them. So explain um,
0: now what you have. Her, and she just did this in like five minutes.
2: Well, I already had the filling in the refrigerator as a because I'd made that ahead of time.
0: So now what did you have in this filling? Because so this is t- not your basic. Just throw a couple slices of American cheese on there and no, some no, whiz. No, no. Wiz wiz.
2: Ew, no, I never. I don't even buy whiz. Um, it's black beans, rice, uh, chopped up carrots. Uh, this corn, is healthy. This is healthy. Um, American cheese and no sour cream in cheese.
0: here and no guac.
2: There is a little bit of sour cream in on in to to make the moist the, to bring the moisture out of the mix and then and then and no salsa in here. No, no. salsa. No, because that would be too messy. Exactly. Um.
0: I apologize for eating. So
2: Tony's eating Robin's taco on air. Yeah, but you know what's really talented? I'll be eating my own taco too. <laughs> now that's <was> talent. <laughs> um, what did I miss?
0: Um, the, apparently there's a, a Tiger Woods baseball sign going for fifteen hundred bucks. It's got to be worth more than that. I told you that baseball card or the. The Tiger Woods golf cart is up to $35,000 on eBay.
2: Oh, I did hear that. So you want me to look and see if... See
0: if there's a Tiger Woods autographed baseball in there. I'm not saying it because I told you my son Chris Chris has one. And now that Chris, whose house burned down a couple years ago, has had it rebuilt and is back on his feet and doing well, and he's got that Tiger Woods baseball because I asked him to go get the Tiger Woods autograph. yes. This may be one of those ugly lawsuits that you see developing all over the world today, like the guy suing his dad for his porn collection, right? Remember that guy suing his dad for destroying his porn collection now wants $86,000 of pain and suffering?
2: Uh, Let's see. Should I
0: not have at least part of that baseball, the Tiger Woods baseball?
2: Here is a... Michael Jordan Tiger Woods signed autograph baseball upper deck authenticated for a thousand nine, pretty much two thousand dollars. That's it, yeah. That's got
0: Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods on it.
2: Oh, no, here, here's a Tiger Woods signed baseball autograph, golf auto JSA sticker only. I don't know, 3,500. Oh,
0: 3,500.
2: Let me let me put in, yeah, I did put in baseball uh 3500 looks like I don't see any other actual baseballs there's a bunch of other oh here wait here's one 1500
0: so I know it's going to be at least 2 grand for this baby at least plus it's an Atlanta Braves major league baseball it's not some stupid I'm going to go to a Toys R Us yeah. before they go out of business baseballs
2: now let me I'm hold on let me search by highest to lowest
0: yeah I want to go high I don't want to know it's, it's, it's got to be expensive. at least a grand.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, we have
0: breaking news?
2: A Tiger Woods personally used 1997 Scotty Cameron putter.
0: I told you, that just sold the other day.
2: $150,000.
0: And the interesting thing is that that putter, Scotty Cameron makes all of his putters, and, this, and the one he used to win the Masters last Sunday He's been using it all the time. But you have a backup putter in case, like, you wrap it around an oak tree on so your way to the green. this one was
2: personally used. The one that you said what, hadn't even been touched, right? Well, What's apparently,
0: from what I read from the guy who bought the other one for, like, 89000 that even though it's Tiger Woods Club putter and it was personally made for him, uh-huh. he, he never actually used never used it, it to this putt. This
2: one was personally used. How, make-
0: how can they determine and authenticate that? What does it say in the authentication uh, situation? Situation. Let
2: me open up the. Uh, let's see.
0: I don't care. I don't have a tiger with butter.
2: It's uh. It's. It's being sold by Tony E Trade Enterprise LLC, and. Uh, Is
0: Sears selling it?
2: No, no, no. Let's see. Where does what does it see that it's authenticating? Well, people
0: are posting now all these different things. Yeah.
2: Anyway, anyway, um, then there's also a Tiger Woods and Derek Jeter official baseballs signed for 9500
0: Wow. So I got to take that. Ba- so I got to go to my son's house and quietly sneak in at night, comp- confiscate the baseball if I could find it.
2: Right. And then get some else. And then go else. get Michael
0: Jordan to sign it. Yeah. And get of- Barack Obama on there. Oh, man. You want to talk about. I'll be set for life. Oh man! i would be set. For, I may have to, then. I would have to scale back the show on a daily basis to two hours and only like once a year.
2: Apparently, the Michael Jordan Tiger Woods golfing together thing is like a big mm-hmm. deal.
0: Bob from Valley Ford checks in and says, "I have a Harry Mays autographed T-shirt. I couldn't get enough of that to leave a tip on the vodka cranberry juice that I had."
2: Now. Um, I do have a couple of updates. So should I do one of these? Yeah, while so then you're I eating? can scarf
0: this down. And since you don't mind cold food, and I do,
2: right? Do which update
0: a- should we do? We got some good ones today. Well, too. should
2: I? You know what I should do? I should do the the um the the up the snot update. Since you did, yeah, this and second. that's always
0: good when you're having lunch. Yes. So this is a update. It's a Pennsylvania. This shows you what our elected officials do on our dime. While we're out here busting our asses, you know what they're doing in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the state capital here? This happens to be in Pennsylvania. If this were anywhere else, we would tell you about it, too, because our, our updates are universal. We, right. We, we, we this just happens yesterday.
2: to be Pennsylvania, but it could have been any state or any country, after watching and listening to the show yesterday, could have come up with this.
0: But we have, ladies and gentlemen, because we've been craving one, we've been asking for one, and politicians said, okay— we got to do something before we go away for the next two weeks for spring break. Yep, let's pass a law. Let's go to your congressional correspondent, legislative assistant, and a man and a woman, I should say, who actually knows the difference on how many how many branches of government there really are. Miss Robinos,
2: Dateline Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the capital of Pennsylvania. That is. Thank you. Um. Pennsylvania, because we didn't have one yet. Pennsylvania did not have one. And you absolutely, every state has to have an official. License plate? Nope. I mean, you have official bird, You have official Flower. You have official all sorts of stuff. Now Pennsylvania has an official amphibian. What? Because, yeah, everybody needs one. And it is technically known as... A hellbender, the eastern hellbender, Hellbender. it is n- also known as the snot otter. Hey, got time for
0: that. The snot otter.
2: Obviously, they were
0: listening to the show. They yesterday. were listening to the show, and then yesterday. they said, "Let's get in our Senate chambers today, and let's get a snot." What's it called? A snot, snot otter. Snot otter. Let's get a snot otter because we were talking about eating uh, rodents, muskrats, correct? Groundhogs. Uh, marmots
2: now you see a very now they can grow very 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 large two feet uh or more longer this is if, a lizard
0: now it's it's not a lot lizard
1: though
2: now you, if you look on your uh screen you can see the photograph here of uh different types this is that's a very large one it's one of the largest ones ever seen and then um i'm scrolling down and you can see they, they're obviously very uh not pretty <laughs> <laughs> but then here's the other thing that it so ties into Tony Bruno. It is known as a snot otter. It's also known as a lasagna lizard.
0: A lasagna lizard?
2: Hello! Dude. It is so, I think
0: Luigi makes those uh, when he's alone some nights in his uh, place in it's South It's Italian.
2: Florida. It is totally... A lasagna
0: de- lizard? Lasagna
2: lizard or mud devil.
0: Mud devil? Yes.
2: Those are the three. <laughs> those other than the Eastern Hellbender, which so is the So the Eastern one.
0: Hellbender is the actual yes. breed. That's uh, the, the actual the, the, type of lizard,
2: but uh, most people know them as snot otters. Snot? Liz- How
0: can a lizard be a snot otter? God,
2: you- it's not even
0: in the same family. I know. A lizard's not a rodent.
2: But here, as I scroll that down, does have four legs? Because I
0: haven't seen the picture.
2: It is, and it, it is the. Um, it is a. It's a salamander. It's in the salamander family, and um, it's been th- this particular. Uh, uh not breed this particular type species of sal- species thank you that's the word i was looking for this particular species has been declining numbers across the united states due to um
0: climate change
2: n- n- climate change has a little bit do- to do to do about it so this I'm is mostly- like the,
0: one of those little like guppies that are in a in a in, a, in some stinking backyard pond somewhere in the and middle of glowing. nowhere and then we have to close the entire state down to make sure that one guppy or one little tiny frog is not eradicated from the face of the earth, and he must spend billions of dollars to well, save it.
2: If you look, I just scrolled. That's the I can't see that... it on here. Well, I don't know why, um, but the um, the eastern hellbender won out for the the official amphibian in Pennsylvania against the wherle salamander. But it is a, um, a nocturnal amphibian. It's one of the only uh, large amphibians in the United States. It gets States. loose
0: at night. How big is this sucker?
2: It can get, I mean, huge. How, well, it's huge. It lose, like, like over two feet.
0: That's not huge. That's big.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, but it's not like, like
0: an alligator now, big. It's like, but it's not like a little sa- That's not like a little chameleon no, no, that no. you but see it, running it, 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 out. I
2: mean, and they get fat fat. Oh, man. And uh, not pay- many people have seen hellbenders because they only live in very clean streams and they live under rocks. They are the largest North American- You amphibian. mean like most of
0: the population of Pennsylvania yes. when, it, when it comes to knowing anything about anything.
2: Absolutely. And they, uh, um, the, the weird appearance of the hellbender has inspired many, many colorful nicknames that include the devil dog, Ground puppy and Allegheny alligator. Now I've oh, I've I love heard,
0: Allegheny alligator. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> snot. Uh, what's it called again?
2: Um, snot otter.
0: Snot. That doesn't make any sense. Where do they get snot otter from? A lizard.
2: I you're. I don't know. Maybe when it's does in it the get water? bigger
0: when you rub it? How, I mean, how does it uh, <laughs> grow? As Gene <laughs> would ask, people are asking. Inquiring minds want to know now, because I am telling you, I'm on the stream chat. So I don't see the actual uh
2: hit hit your back button.
0: The bad let me hit that baby right here. Hit the back button, okay? Um
2: and then it comes up. Hold on a second.
0: I have you set this stuff up because I don't want to mess did. it up.
2: I did it ahead of time and then you
0: I didn't do anything. I just wanted to see the people who were talking on this tri- on the Twitch stream. Dude. I want to see this lizard. Here lizard, lizard, lizard. That's it.
2: There you oh, go. Oh, that is nasty. I know. That is
0: nasty. Holy crap. If you're watching, if you're not watching, you're just listening to this, you've got to see this picture on our stream. Twitch.tv slash
2: Here's I'm, I'm scrolling all the way up to the very first photograph so that you can see how big they can actually get. This
0: guy's holding, he's like hogging it. So one of them isn't in the hand. They're slimy. But then they get big and
2: fat. This one dude's
0: holding one. Like, you would hold a baby, you know, on your chest, except this looks like a big, gigantic gila monster, as I used to call it.
2: I know. See, I mean, there's so many things about you that this totally fits with. The fact that you love gila monsters kind of looks like It's like a water gila monster.
0: But it's nasty. That's the state. Again, (laughs) I love all animals. I love lizards. You know, my son, I remember when my son, Chris, we were in, in Sedona, Arizona, and you know how all the little salamanders run around? They're really chameleons, right? What are those things called that we see running around out Arizona all the time? It's a little lizard, oh, the lizard. but they're fun. Yeah, they're just lizards. Um, a lot of them are chameleons.
2: No, chameleons are tropical mostly. Chameleons are the ones that change color.
0: I know what they are. But in Arizona, they, those change color too. I think they're chameleons, but there's all different types of lizards. But they run really fast. Yes. And they, you know, they're on rocks, and then you move and you yeah, see one running little, across a pathway. A typical- My son Chris was so fast when he was young, he could catch those things. Because people try to run and catch them, little kids. But he wouldn't hurt them. He would look at them and play well, with them. Well,
2: here's the thing about those little lizards, because they're everywhere on the West Coast. Anywhere there's warm, you have a lot of those lizards, and they are super fast. But people don't realize, and I, I did this when I was a young if you don't catch them around their chest area, it, most people, by the time they get a hold of them, they get a hold of them by their tail, and the tails come off. Yeah, but That's my son different. Chris is an expert. A, he's, yes, I he, was He's not. great with animals. But he ran uh,
0: he ran pets pet Petco for a while. Did you know that? He was the main guy at Petco growing up. That was his first job.
2: I did not know yes. that. Yes,
0: he was an art major, and he got a job at Petco. But he was great with animals. He knew all the saltwater fishes and all the aquarium stuff and the uh, the geckos. wasn't there a uh, Wasn't there a commercial where the guy says, "Here lizard, lizard, oh that was the you know that was the Taco, Here, yes, the Taco, Bell, Taco Bell commercial, the Taco Bell chihuahua? Remember when he said, Here lizard lizard, "Here lizard, lizard,
2: lizard, 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 lizard"? Yes. But this
0: thing could be the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And I don't know what genius in Harrisburg decided looking at the lizards in the state of Pennsylvania. Everything's endangered. Eh. I'm a white man. I'm endangered. Is anybody going to reproduce me?
2: It's the Allegheny Alligator.
0: Ridiculous. So now what happens? Now, How much do we have to pay in taxes to keep this sucker alive?
2: It's it's still not protected. It's not. No, but they're hoping we have to
0: buy him uh, prophylactics. Uh, How do we keep him protected?
2: (laughs) They're hoping that by naming him the official Pennsylvania amphibian, that people will stop killing it when they see it, because there's it's they're not dangerous, they're not poisonous, they don't have teeth.
0: Now that they've named it and people had no idea what it was and probably have never seen one or never will see one,
2: but when they do, now people people are going to
0: no, but people are going to go after it even more. Now this is just stupid. You know, it's like the state flower, right? What's the state flower in Pennsylvania? I don't even I know. Have no Does anybody group. know? Because some say, like, we know, for example,
2: like I know the California poppy. Poppy. Hello. Well, that's
0: because they use it for drugs. No, People didn't realize that's not that the, the, the reason the California poppy became the state flower is because they make dope out of it.
2: That is not the same kind of poppy. I know. I'm
0: joking. I'm just pointing out. Like you said, Miami, you know it for drugs. When you think of poppy fields, what do you think of, Robin? What Boy, do you yeah. think of? Opium.
2: Exactly. Opium poppy, and those are exactly. not. The ones. Uh the state Pennsylvania flower is the mountain laurel.
0: The mountain laurel? I thought that was rolling rock beer. Oh it's no it's from the Laurel Highlands. You know what of they look like?
2: Uh they look like um um little umbrellas. Upside down umbrellas. What the lizards
0: or the laurels? The
2: mountain laurel. See,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't know a mountain laurel if I stepped on it.
2: Bob from Valley Forge said, Is it a pussy pussy willow?
0: Now pussy willows I love. I do. I used to have them in my backyard. And they're the weirdest thing ever because they're like sticks, and then all of a sudden, these nice little fluffy, little white... I feel like doing a Bob Ross here. Like puffy little uh, puffy little clouds. Okay, appear.
2: now you get to talk while I eat.
0: All right. Mount Laurel was in New Jersey, but it's not the New Jersey state flower. No, this is a mountain laurel, but it's Pennsylvania state flower. I think the New Jersey state flower is uh, is uh, Betty Crocker. I think that's the state flower there. Un- un- uh, the one that doesn't rise... The unbleached flour. You get oh, it, Robin? Oh, flour. Oh, I get it. I what's get the matter it, I get with it. you? And people are baking. It's Easter weekend coming up, right? People are making all kinds of Easter concoctions. That's what I also want to hear from people. Oh, wait, I, we, they just passed us. Those guys just passed the house. Oh, they're here? Yes, I, Like they found us now. They're coming in now with food, backpacks. Mountain Laurel is... So what's the New Jersey state flower? As I said... It's either Betty Crocker or gold medal. I think that's the New Jersey State Flower gold medal. <laughs> come on down here, guys. All right, are are you finding us now? There they are. Yep. They have all made right. the trek. He's got his Rocky Balboa shirt on, which means that Joe Corrado will not come anywhere near the facility. How do you like our wine cellar here? Now it's a little messy, no, this but is we did great. this all ourselves. What a great street! This now we got to get him a set of headphones, Robin. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who travels the world looking for the greatest foodie stuff. We were at Foodie Chats the other day. He invented this, and now he's in Philly, and he's going home tonight, right? back to You're going back to Chicago or back to Miami? Uh, Let me get this mic here for you. Now. I am going back to Miami. Wait a minute. Do you have his mic on, Robin? Okay. We just set this up this week. Do you like this in here? All this of our wines. Crazy. No, I really like this a lot. This is really Robin cool. uh, did all of the decorating. See, see all of our wine boxes over there? Yeah. And that's our electrical panel behind that.
3: Great. This is great. Robin, great job.
0: Thank you, Steve. Oops. Steve Green. Now, we met Steve through some friends, like homemade, we, we love. I, I'm not really a foodie foodie, but I love food, and I love to taste all kinds of food. So years ago, what, eight years ago, Steve? Uh, eight
3: years ago, May 9th. Yep, coming up on eight
0: years. You decided one night. Tell us how Foodie Chat started because it's not a company. It's not something. It's not. It's just people who love food. And a lot of people, when they go to great restaurants or even just a regular food truck or anything, Home Chef. Home Chef. I don't know if your mic's on. I want to make sure Robin has the mic on. All right. I don't hear Steve. Robin. Oh, that would help. Hello. There he goes. So, hey, everybody. People always post pictures of their food, right? When they go to a restaurant, whether it's a beautiful dessert or a beautiful meal. And then people get ridiculed for that all the time, but it's amazing how many people who see something from another city and say, "Wow, I love that! Where where did you get that?" So this is how this all started, right?
3: It did. I mean, it started just one night. Obviously, I was on social media and Twitter was this is before Instagram started.
0: And this is not you're in Chicago at the time, right? No, we
3: were in Miami Beach, okay. actually, which is now a where we lived is now a hotel, so we go to visit a lot. But uh, one night, I tweeted at 8:52 p.m. Eastern. What's everybody having for dinner tonight? <laughs> No, the old radio thing was, What are you wearing right Right. now? Yeah, right. Now it's who are you wearing? But, you know, the old disc
0: Don Imus and Howard Stern, when a woman would call in and say, What are you wearing right now? Right?
3: (laughs) Now it's like, What are you eating right now? What are you eating right (laughs) now? Exactly. And then this tweet, I, you know, I just thought of a hashtag, hashtag foodie chats. And it trended. It, It went on for five hours. It was the number one trending topic. And at two in the morning, somebody said, Is foodie chats every Monday? And I was like, yeah. Why like, not? Yeah, why not? I'll see, you, I'll see you next Monday. They're like, what time? What's uh... So every Monday night, it's a tradition. It's a tradition. Unlike like, it's like the Masters, <laughs> right? It's, it's
0: actually it's better than them because you don't have to wait at, once a year for it. Right, right, It's every Monday night.
3: 8 p.m. Eastern. Whether every you're Monday. in Chicago
0: or Miami or you come to Philly a bunch of times and get yep. together. So you have like this, all these great people. And we know many of them here in Philly, like Tony Luke and, and Homemade Delish, who is our good friend. Uh, and. Uh, who else was there? Jervis is a foodie. Jervis Peterson, the original Survivor Guy. Chef Duff. Was Chef there. Brian Duffy, yep. who was on the original uh, Bar Rescue, and there's Duff. obviously a lot of people around Duffified. the country. Duffified. Duffified podcast. So you got so many great people, and they don't even have to be chefs
3: or foodies. No, nope. It's just people who appreciate food, and then it becomes like a click. Then everybody wants to be a part of it. And that's exactly it. It's sure, it's about the food, but it's about the community. Is exactly. What it's really about.
0: So then you've been you were we were last time I saw you here in Philly yeah we did it at Moonshine right Well, you did it and I showed up yeah. and, and hung out <laughs> although we we do a lot of shows at Moonshine we do it all our football season so we love Rich and the gang at Moonshine
3: they are awesome Rich yes they is, are Rich is the man
0: and then of course our friend that girl in Philly uh huh Kimberly she's Kimberly. one of our favorite people yep uh, she's always on Twitter and uh, Freddie Mitchell came by the other night the former Eagle. But he's like America's house guest now. He shows up. If there's a party or an event, Freddie Mitchell somehow always finds out about it and shows up.
3: (laughs) You know, after Foodie Chats on Tuesday, we stayed out till 2 in the morning. We ended up uh, doing karaoke for hours to the wee hours. Where did you go? You know, I I heard that you were going to do it. Then I said,
0: I had to get back and get up early.
3: We went somewhere really, really cool. I, I'm going to have to look for it to find Was
0: it. Was it in Center City, Philly? Now, you guys have been everywhere. You've been to Philly before, but this has been like an extended trip for you, right? Because you guys got in when? Last Thursday? Uh, no, Monday?
3: We got in on Tuesday. On Monday. Monday. Yeah, Monday.
0: And then Tuesday, before you had the big party up there at the Two Liberty Place on the 37th floor, you guys went around and went to the Museum of Art and got to see a lot of the great touristy pl- and, and visit Philly people really h- hooked you guys up.
3: Yeah, they were the key sponsors. So the first year we did the event at, at, at Moonshine, they attended. Then last year, they were a co-sponsor with Krispy Kreme. We can get into that maybe later. And then this year, they were the sponsors. So this was more than just an event. This was us from Miami, Chicago, coming here for four days to showcase all things Philly, like you said. Of course, food. But we went to museums. We've seen different neighborhoods. We went to the Phillies game, which was awesome, And you saw way.
0: Jake Arrieta throw a masterpiece. We did. We masterpiece. Saw our
3: Chicago Jake. It was sad to see him not on our team, but <laughs> love Jake.
0: And that was a brilliant game. He almost pitched a complete game and then they hung on and got the win and an exciting day. Mm-hmm. Now, and so, obviously, Wrigley Field. You've been to Philly before, but I love Wrigley Field. I love going to places of his historical value. Citizens Bank Park is not historical. I mean, it's only been around for 15 years, but you go to Wrigley and you go to. You go to Fenway, although there'll be fewer people going to Fenway. The way the Red Sox are playing now, man, they are awful.
3: They're having a tough start, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But you know, they're—I mean, Chris Sale is zero and four. He's too, yeah, he's terrible. No, they're str- That
0: whole team is struggling.
3: Something wrong. You know, I just had a stat
0: on the Red Sox. Yeah, and our buddy Dean and a lot of Red Sox fans—they I mean, just won the World Series. They're off to obviously. You know that six and thirteen. Mm-hmm. They have the worst runs against average. Their differential. They have given up 119 runs already in their first 19 games. In 19 games, they've given up 119 runs minus 42. So they've scored 42 fewer runs than they've given up. And they are pretty much allowing over six runs a game, 6.26 runs per game average. That means you've got to score at least seven runs a game to win, and that's pretty hard to do even if you have the best lineup
3: in baseball. That is crazy because I was checking that stat out today. Also, that you saw, where in my division the Brewers are in first and they have a minus three, and the Cubs are in third and they have a plus twenty one. So we had a bad start. We've won three in a row. We're eight and nine, and that's crazy. You check that. I saw that about Boston minus forty. They're getting killed. I
0: know. How about Seattle? Seattle got off to a great start in the American League West. Now all of a sudden they've lost six in a row. The Astros got hot, won ten in a first row. They place. finally lost last night. Yep. But that division's going to be good, the American League West, because you got Houston in first place now. Seattle's in second place. The Texas Rangers are starting to heat up a little bit. They've won four in a row. They're ten and seven. The Oakland A's are eleven and ten. And the only team with the under five hundred was a team that got off to a good start and is now eight and ten. The Angels. So even at 8 and 10 in last place, that right now statistically is the most competitive division in baseball, but the National League East as well is good because you've got the Phillies, the Mets, the Braves, and Nationals all above five hundred. and the Marlins obviously are terrible, and they're going to be terrible all year, but you've got four teams in the National League East all battling, and that's going to be a great battle all year long. Same thing in the Central mm-hmm. with the Cubs and the Brewers, and and, and obviously... Uh, Cardinals. The Cardinals are getting hot now. Pittsburgh. I mean, they just got mauled by Milwaukee. They played Milwaukee like 20 games already early in the I season.
3: Mean, <laughs> I mean, Yelich had a homer, and it was eight, seven or eight straight games. That guy. Oh, Christian he's unbelievable. Yelich. Well, he
0: was the MVP last year. He's And he's off to another MVP type of season. But... He's
3: got like a, like a natural Ken Griffey Jr. type of a swing Yeah, to him. he's
0: awesome. I mean, the Brewers are amazing. Great team. We knew it last year. Hater.
3: So that guy comes in in the eighth or ninth. I mean, he's exactly he's unbelievable.
0: And how about the Dodgers, by the way? Yeah, the Dodgers—they've
3: won four in a row. I saw that.
0: But what you know? What else they did yesterday? They tied the Major League Baseball record mm-hmm. going back to last August 21st. The Dodgers have hit at least one home run in every game. That's 23 straight games with a home run going back to last year. They hit one yesterday. And talking about a guy who's struggling right now. We're breaking down sports, too, too. Not just food here. Totally. This shoe's about everything. I'm Mr. Sports, also. I know. <laughs> see, I knew I'd get you. I, I, and Robin had to just go up and make me a quesadilla. <laughs> because when we do this show, we don't have time for food. We got to start having, like, food drops here. Yeah. Foodie
3: chats. Drop it off.
0: Foodie chats. We got, you, know, cause you know, you walked around. You see all the great restaurants here in South Great ones.
3: We went to an amazing coffee shop a few minutes ago. Which one now? Um... Shias? Oh yeah Chaya right across, Chaya right, Shia. Shia, right yes. on past Young. Chaya, yeah, there's, there's another Shia. one. There's
0: a there's a roaster place right around coffee shops and beer places now. Yeah, there's a new one that just opened uh, called uh, what's it called? The, the uh, it's it's got a real weird, weird name. It just opened a couple blocks away. I, I think it opened this week. The Revisionists it. or oh, the, yeah, in mean, all these beer places now, <laughs> these crap brew places have all of these cool names and their crap brews, and that's a that's huge right now. What's bigger right now, craft brews or coffee shops? I mean, craft. I mean,
3: both. They're, they're both. And
0: I don't even mean the bigger craft brew places like Yards and you know, and the one in Delaware. And I spilled myself because I talk with my hands. I'm gonna have to try to do a show one time this Where's year. Where's
2: the lid that you're supposed to keep on it all the time? You don't know,
0: okay, There's only water, and I don't have equipment in front of me. But the thing about the uh, about these beer places is the big brewers. You know, dog Head, Dogfish Head in Delaware is big. Mm-hmm. Yards here in Philadelphia is big. You know, yingling is old school, but it's a massive brewery, and people want yingling all over the country, and they can't get it. It's funny. When we go out west, there's a lot of friends who say, we love yingling, but we can't get it out here yet, even though it's the oldest brewery in the United States. I'm a mess here today, man.
2: What did you just do? I just dropped
0: my pad, but it's not wet. Okay. Let me get that for you. (laughs) So we're going to expand our desk here because, as you can see, it's too tight because we have so much stuff. So anyway, we're talking baseball. We're talking sports. And... We're talking wine, because we're in the wine cellar. Now, the other night, lovely Sarah, we met her. She was great, wasn't she? She Up was there.
2: the the um, the, uh, the cocktail waitress. At... I
0: don't would you, would you call her a cocktail waitress? She's almost like a major D, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you remember Which her. she was fantastic, yes. Beautiful girl. Sarah, we invited her to the wine cellar. Oh, we Sarah. told her we had wine. That was her, She yes. likes red wine, and we have an unbelievable collection here and selection.
3: She was a great host at R2L for the Foodie Chats Yes,
2: that. she was.
0: And so... Since she was beautiful as well, I said, you're really beautiful. I mean, Robin was there, so I wasn't trying to like, hit on her. I wasn't like Freddie Mitchell who was trying to well, take her just home. just because
2: I was there doesn't mean that you're not hitting on her. No, somebody. I was still. I, was still <laughs> I used
0: to have Robin go out. Because even Robin, all the women were there like, wow, she's really beautiful. Because she was, right?
3: There's nothing wrong with women. She was pretty, definitely. Well, There's I-
0: nothing wrong when women. See, a, see another woman and they say, wow, she's really pretty. There's nothing wrong with that. No, like when was, I see a good-looking guy like Steve, she was nice. I say, "Yeah, Steve." Yeah,
2: she was she was classically beautiful, and nice, she also had genuine. Well, bit, one thing that people were a lot of women, of course, women asked this: "What color is that hair? Well, what would you call that? Because it was like it was not silver. It wasn't yeah. white. It wasn't gray. It had a little bit of a lavender tinge. It, was, a good mix. it, it was, was. It was. was Do we have
0: the picture? Because I took a pair, I, I had to have a picture with Robin. You didn't post it yet, so everybody can see her beauty. You know what I mean? I gotcha. But so she said she's into wine. So I said, well, come down to South Philly and come into the wine cellar. So we're going to start making this. You know, we're going to get a better setup here so people can come down. We have the beautiful leather couch. You see, it's really a comfortable little space, right? No,
3: I am inspired by this space. This space You is should have seen this basement. Incredible. When
0: it was a basement before it became a cellar.
3: Yeah, this is really... It's because great.
0: the other day I explained... That back in the day, you used to say, let's go down the basement, right? Mm-hmm. If you had a base, and it was like wall paneling and the drop ceiling, you know, and the, and, the, uh, and the tiles, which were 12 by 12 squares that looked like a checkerboard. And you had a pool table or a dark board down there, right? And that's where you'd go down with your friends when you're a kid. Then it was basements were cool. But now basements are nasty, because people still have – this basement had yellow – that had the paneling in it, yeah, the, wood, it the paneling, wood paneling, the and, crappy floor, well, had then, mold, all that other stuff.
2: And then at one point um, when it, – it was completely down to dirt.
0: See? Yeah, we had it dug out. In fact, that was the old height. If you look at the wall there where, where the, uh, on that side, the, that where, was the original wall. So it was dug down two feet so that we would have headroom because in these old houses, these small little houses, you couldn't I, – I couldn't walk down here. You, you had to bend. So we added like two I see feet of space. Actually, that shelf right there. That shelf right there, that's where the floor was at that level. So that's how far down it was dug, and then wow. the concrete was poured. That's amazing. And, then,
2: and the only thing that we did not do ourselves was the digging down and the pouring of the new yeah, concrete. Yeah,
0: because was hard physical. I mean, I, I wanted to do it, but we had luckily a big enough window so they could take bucket by bucket out of the old concrete and dirt floor, and then we had it new. Robin and I did all the plumbing. We did all, all the electrical, everything you see in here. The tiles, the electrical, the, the 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 plumbing. We made this countertop out of cork, uh, out of cork uh,
3: wine corks. corks. So, how many shows have you done down here with the new setup? Well, it, now
0: it's been. This is our second week. We've done shows down oh. here before, but now that we're on this Twitch TV slash Bruno Nation Live, which you have to subscribe to. Yeah, you guys have Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, we do. You gotta spread the word to all the foodie chat nation, okay? Who are friends anyway? Mm-hmm. That if you you can watch this show every day, always fun stuff. We talk about everything. We do whatever we want, and you're doing this every day. We're doing it Monday to Friday. Now we used to do noon to four, but now today we moved it to one to four, so that uh, we can have lunch before we go on mm. because we weren't we were having breakfast. We get up at eight, start preparing for the show. And then before you know it, we're down here, and we haven't eaten anything except breakfast. Got to eat. And then at 3 o'clock, we go upstairs and say it's too late for lunch, but it's too early for dinner. And then you wind up eating lunch at 3.15 and then dinner at 9 Mm -hmm. o'clock. And that's how you gain more weight, which I'm trying to lose. As
2: you see by me eating right now, that didn't quite work out today. (laughs) (laughs) We we, we had a lot of prep work.
0: And then people continue to uh, talk with us live on now, did our you, feed here. Did you
2: download the Twitch app onto your phone?
0: You got to download it. I think it's really,
2: really cool. So this is just as, uh, this is the uh, second reminder of the day for those of you guys who are listening to either download, well, no matter what, download the Twitch app onto your phone because right. that'll help you get the reminders of when we go live. Make sure you have at least followed the show. That is totally free. If you are an Amazon Prime member because like who isn't so they can get mm-hmm. free shipping, um, you are then you can tie your twitch account into your amazon account and you get, automatically get free twitch prime. Yes. And then you can designate one show you have per, to month. Pay, per month to um, get a free subscription. So and it's you, only
0: 4.99 a yeah. month if you want to pay for so it. But if you, are, you, but you, if you, you have twitch have... prime, if you have amazon prime, which pretty much everybody does, you get this show for free every single month. 5 yep. days a week plus we do we were doing some live shots you know, from the Foodie Chats event the other to night. not miss out on this. So wherever we go, you'll be able to get this show. Whether we're watching a game somewhere, you know, whether we're the Foodie Chats and Steve and the gang.
3: Now, you guys are leaving. What time are you guys leaving in Philly? Back to, uh, you're going back to Chicago or Miami tonight? We're going to go back to Chicago for a couple days. Then we're headed to Vancouver. Oh no, we're back to Miami. Sorry, I don't even. Right. Benito, Amia. Back to Miami, then to Vancouver for a few days. Oh, nice, I love man. Vancouver. Check out the scene there, and then we're on a Norwegian cruise line, Norwegian Joy's inaugural sail from Vancouver to L.A. They just. Oh wow, man. sweet. Three nights of of eating. They have a race car track. They have laser tag. They have a. I think Footloose is their new show. They have. Oh, all man. kinds of greatness!
2: Clinton for jail is now following us. Thank you so much. Yes, yes you can follow,
3: follow us. It doesn't cost you anything.
0: You can watch the show every day. You can listen to it on on uh, iTunes and all. So this is a show you can watch and listen to, or you can listen to it later, or watch and listen to it later.
2: And then, of course, pretty the much, pod- you can get it anywhere. Right, and then of course the podcast is available via um, Spreaker.com and all your other favorite mm-hmm. iTunes. YouTube
0: so there's no way you can that- miss this. There's no way.
2: No, we're everywhere. Actually, so we got to get
0: the Foodie Chats nation out there. Hashtag um, Foodie Chats. Get everybody on board. And then even on Mondays, we can maybe do a special yeah. Foodie Chat segment every week. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: we could do a live Twitch while Foodie Chats is happening. Yes. Mm. Wow. On Twitter, yeah. Yes. Yes, we could.
0: I want to do it with you
3: guys. How do you not... Weigh five hundred pounds, Steve.
2: I know. Well,
0: are like just, eating I mean, all over the world every day.
3: I mean, after you're in last Philly eating cheesesteaks and all the last other. Last night's dinner set it over the top. We went to Old Bar.
2: I'm not familiar with O
3: L D E. bar. Uh-huh. bar. is that the, an old city? It's in the book binder. Uh... Yeah, that's the, oh, book that's the old book binder. Oh, that's the old book binder. I have
2: not been there yet since they opened it up. It's a
3: legendary <laughs> place, but they had all the presidents' pictures. Do they still keep that up? They do. It's and then for all you happy hour lovers, they have dollar oysters from five to seven oh. every day. So, you you gotta love excited. That. But uh, definitely check it out. The food was amazing. The crab cake was the most ridiculous crab cake ever. Now, when it was the old original bookbinders back in the day, mm-hmm. I knew the owners
0: and, I, and, and uh, the taxons, John Taxon and his brother and his father. That place was the most famous restaurant in Philadelphia because there's another bookbinders, but not the same people. It's a family member, but the old original. All the presidents of the United States have gone there and eaten, and their pictures are on the wall, and they were autographed. So that was one of the highlights of going in there, and then it was old-school bar. Great! They, you know what? You know what else what they made famous? Snapper soup. Soup. Yep. snapper soup.
3: Snapper soup, which is turtle soft? soup. They do. They, do? they have yeah. it. On that's on a, the they have to because yeah. it's legendary. Is it the,
2: well, but I mean, it's not run by the same people. So yeah, but that's part of the appeal they, of the when old. When they purchase it, did they get the original recipe.
3: I do not
0: know. We, oh, I'm sure it is. We have to go try because that. people would go there just for the snapper forever. soup. And I'm. I don't. Not. I'm not a person that eats turtle. But when I went in there and had it the first time, I was like, "Wow, this is really good." They actually had my picture on the wall, and they're going down to the, going down to the basement to the bathroom. They had my picture on the wall now, in that place in an appropriate spot right near the men's
2: room. When we, <laughs> when we used to drive by it when it was still closed, you could see through the window, and it didn't look like they changed any of the interior. No, they
0: just changed ownership. Now they built they built condos right next to right. it, and so that that building has been changed. So, but the are actual a lot of original restaurant
2: still up on the wall.
3: Yes, a lot of photographs, and one thing that's really cool—they showed us their private event space in the back, which is beautiful, and we're potentially going to host another foodie yeah, chat. Yeah, we got to do one in there.
0: Well, yeah. you got to do one in there, and I'll just be there because I don't run the organization.
3: Hey, but I kind of had an idea, so we can choose a Monday. Maybe you want to ask your, your 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 viewers, your followers, about what maybe foodie type of a theme they would be interested in we can get a bunch of ideas we can choose one and then that could be our theme for the night you could co-host it we could do it on here live we could you know do it on the twitter chat of course i think that'd be a lot now, of fun. people
0: are texting is it foodie chat or booty chat no it's booty f- chats, you <laughs> <see>. <laughs> chats. Uh-huh. after everybody eats and they calm down they have a like after dinner uh, 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 dinner after they that. have the appetitive then they have the did you steve after dinner to digest their food, then it's Booty Chats yes. later but on, right? it's
3: Foodie Chats <laughs> with an S. F-O-O-D-I-E-C-H-A-T-S.
2: And for those of you who foodie would like chats. to talk to Steve, um, he is now on Twitch as Steve Go Green.
3: Steve Go Green, that's my, uh, that's my personal handle. Oh, beautiful, man. I talk about a lot of things. I love sports, of course. I love food. I love architecture, events, just all things. That's Steve Go Green. And, you know, people
0: rip this city all over the place, and I'm from here, even though I've lived in L.A., and, but most of the time, my whole life, I mean, of my 66 years, 50-something have been in Philly, so I love this town. I, this is the same street I grew up on. In fact, my mother's house wow. is right down the street. Wow. And so when Robin and I moved back to Philly from LA, we were living in an apartment and we would come and see my mom every day. And I was actually working on her house. I redid her second floor and her bathroom. And yeah, we had this,
2: uh, we were, lived on uh, Dockside, which is this amazing, what's well, the same building that Tony Luke lives in? I don't know. If yeah, you, you know, right on the Delaware.
0: It looks like a big cruise ship down there, right near Moshalu and the beautiful. big ships.
2: But um, Tony's mom, older, she's now 94. She'll be 95 in here, July. July. But um, she. Was starting to need help. And she really wanted I'm to live alone I'm 66 and I started to need help. <laughs> she, she really wanted to live alone. And so... I'm with you. The house is too small for anybody to move in with her, which is one one of the things that we consider doing. She didn't want to move with anybody else. She didn't want to live with us. She wanted to have her own place. So we're, we compromised. We're like, okay, well, you know what? Let's see if we can find a place close by. And then this place opened up. Needed a lot of work. And we had to majorly downsize. We're still bursting at the seams. But, um... Well, then- adding
0: this, adding this extra living space yeah. and storage space and down here, and this
3: window here, yeah, no, it's this, a great view. To have this window here, is-
2: yeah. I mean,
0: we're not, it's not it's, we're not seeing like the, uh, you know, it's not the skyline of New York out of our window.
3: You got green, you got green leaves, you got tree, yeah,
2: everything's street.
0: blooming. Yeah. My allergies. As, as are long as you're up.
2: looking up, you see the green leaves. <laughs> well, we saw you
0: guys walk by, and I, we oh, don't, we cool. have the window closed. I was like,
2: oh, they just walk by.
0: Nice, but no, it's a <laughs> lot of fun here, and uh, so. Mama Bruno, we got to get her and the Bruno Nation live so down in the wine cell. Yeah. We okay. haven't had her down here. We're going to see her Easter Sunday. She just, she's at my sister's house. She has house. a hard time walking that's up great.
2: and downstairs, though. So that's, it, 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 unfortunately, after we moved here, she had another turn for the worse, and she just couldn't be on her own anymore. Yeah. So we moved here, and she moved away.
0: <laughs> well, she's with my sister yeah. in the suburbs, but we see her, and she, we're going to see her Easter Sunday, so that'll be fun. So now the traveling stuff. That's, that's, that's to me, I love to travel. Robin and I have traveled a lot. You know, we've been together a while. I've, I've loved to travel around the world. So have you taken Foodie Chats internationally now?
3: Well, this Vancouver one will actually be the first one outside the of... The
2: inaugural international trip.
3: Of, ...of United States. So we're going to do a little... We, we have an influencer meetup on Thursday. We sail out on Friday. And then we're, you know, landing in L.A. So we're going to stay in L.A. for like 10 days. Beautiful, now, Beautiful.
2: If you do not know this yet... Canada, but especially Vancouver, Mm -hmm. has a very large Dutch immigrant population. And because of that, they have – they're called pannegookhaush, traditional Dutch pancake houses that um, are chains. I don't know which one to recommend the most. If anybody from uh, Canada is listening in, please let me know. But you have to you have to go to a traditional Dutch pancake in Vancouver. While you're there. Oh yeah, right. I didn't know they had them in yeah, Vancouver. They're awesome! I and thought they so just they... rioted
0: after their hockey teams lost.
2: And um, if you go, <laughs> <laughs> the the authentic ones, the ones that are really really good, the pancakes are humongous big, and they're not fluffy like American pancakes. They're like a they're like a
1: a crepe,
0: but a little thicker. But
2: they're like a thick crepe. They're very a crepe,
0: Robin. What's the matter with you? It's not no. a crepe. It's crepe. No,
2: and then. Um, <laughs> And you can, you can get them either savory or sweet. Yeah. They're awesome. Cool. We'll have one right. of each. Yes. Yeah,
0: one of each. You got to have that. Robin and I were going to do a Dutch pancake food truck. Yes. And I think, you know, like go to the Eagles games in the morning, and you know, the tailgate. Because who doesn't this like is, pancakes? You can this... eat pancakes. Pancakes is like breakfast. You can have breakfast anytime. But pancakes, you can have any right. time of the day. Well, this was my
2: idea. I thought it was freaking brilliant. You get a double-decker bus. <laughs> and the top deck, you make into your, like, seating area Mm -hmm. and then have the bottom be the cooking area and stuff like that so that people still order still people order from the outside you don't have servers but then they can walk upstairs if they want to sit down and you call it the double dutch pancake bus
3: it's great now somebody's
0: going to steal that idea and make a million dollars they might and we're going to be stuck in our damn basement broke ass in our basement
2: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's enough room for two of those so exactly I
2: I need to franchise or at least at least I need to Get the names. So no, you do it. Serve. You buy one
0: bus, and then we were actually were looking at buses. Okay. We are looking at, because there's a lot of double-decker buses that are out of service, and there's a lot of SEPTA buses that they take out of service, and then they re- re- reconfigure. Like, they'll cut the roof off, and they'll do anything you want. People live in them, and so that's what they do. With You're seeing a lot of people with buses. And, I know. Uh, what are the, the big storage containers? People are turning into houses, and so now you here, can reconfigure anything. These
2: Bearcat days. AJ two thousand seven says the Dutch Pancake House in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada was awesome. All yes, right. so there you go. It's BC. Right. No,
0: Vancouver is a beautiful city. It is. It's gorgeous. You know, I, Seattle, Vancouver—that part of the Pacific Northwest—and then you go up above and you're in Canada.
3: Well, I actually uh, years ago I flew into Vancouver, but we went to Whistler to go skiing. Oh. So oh. the drive from Vancouver to Whistler is incredible. Oh, yeah, Whistler, problem. and actually on our Sports note: Happy Gilmore was filmed in a golf course on that route from Van- from from, I from. Did
2: not know uh, that
3: from Vancouver. I did to not know that either. You look to the left, and there it is. I mean, mountains. I mean, that's yeah, beautiful up there.
0: Gorgeous, just like South Philly. Now you got a cu- now she's got a <laughs> Cubs hat on now, right?
3: She we're Cubs fans. Yes, I'm born and raised. Now you in didn't Chicago. wear that to the
0: Phillies game, did you?
3: Yes, yeah. But yeah. she had a different one with little heart with red hearts on it. All now over you didn't. Nobody up.
0: gave you a hard time, right?
3: No. Jake Arrieta was a Cub. Yeah, he was. Because, you know,
0: the, yeah, they, he helped him win the World Series. He was the MVP. He's, he threw two no, hitters, two no hitters in one year. Exactly.
3: Guy's amazing.
0: And obviously, last year he got off to a snow, slow start because he so, got here late. Yeah. Remember when they signed him? And so he had to get, and again, no excuses. And that team was awful last year, by the way. And now all of a sudden, he's become, he is the guy. He's, yeah. Because everybody thought Nola was going to be the number one starter. Yeah. Nola's struggling. Jake. Jake is
3: getting better. He's the only pitcher that's pitched. At least seven innings three times this year. Jake's got the swag, too, and he has a crazy workout regimen. He does Pilates and mm-hmm. stretching and yoga, and, and that, that guy's a beast. No, he is. He's and he, awesome. And
0: he's one of those guys. You can see it in his eyes. I mean, he's all business when he's out there. Definitely. He's not a guy that's junk joking around. No. Nope. Uh, now, what do you think of all of the uh, histrionics now? Because one of the things that bugs me, and we saw this yesterday in that White Sox game. Yep. And, you know, yep. guy hits a home run. Brian Anderson, I think his name was, he, right?
3: He took he, he took what you're about to say
0: to the next level. Oh, yeah. I mean, he hits a home run, and then he <laughs> starts yelling. But he was yelling at his, his own team. He wasn't yelling at the catcher, no. Maldonado. He wasn't no. yelling. He wasn't trying to show it up. So he just tossed his bat.
3: No, he didn't toss his bat. No, he, he like, threw it straight across. He turned it, and then boom, and then whipped it across. It was pretty. Yeah, amazing. but it
0: wasn't. To me, the problem with, I have with this, in baseball, and I've had it forever. It's not a new thing. It's that now all of a sudden, if a guy hits a home run, and he throws his bat, he's got to get plunked the next time. got to get plunked. And my argument's always been, going back to the 70s. Plunked in the butt. Because if the guy, so the guy who's good enough to hit a home run, which is pretty hard enough to do.
3: Which is like one out of every 50, 60, 70 at-bats. Right, and that guy
0: does it. So therefore, because he was better than the pitcher and got to hit a home run and is excited about it, and is not showing the pitcher up by flipping his bat, in my opinion. You know, remember the NFL did the whole... Everybody was having fun, the fun bunch, right? And then they got no fun league. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, what did they do? Yep. Let's have fun again. Let let's the have, players have fun. Let's have fun. Baseball players don't get to show emotion much. I was watching, You know, it's one man against one man, yep. right? And then you hit a home run and you trot around the bases. You know, football, hockey. Let the athletes have fun. CC but in baseball, Sabathia. if you hit a home run, you can't have fun as long as you're not showing somebody up. As How long you as you're not out? showing up the opponents. But then the guy's got to get hit. And then everybody just runs out of the dugout. Then the umpires have to figure out who did what. And there's like 35 players on the field and four umpires. And then nobody knows who to throw out, nobody knows what to do. And then everybody gets pissed off. It's
3: stupid. It's one of the rules in baseball that they must change. Hey, you're passionate about this. He no, goes, I am because I think are. it's bad for the game. Totally bad for I the game. I think it's bad for the game. CC Sabathia today on Get Up said he loves it. He never cared about that. He never even watched the batter. He watched the ball. He likes a bat flip. It brings fun just exactly. like Exactly. But the whole thing it started years ago.
0: Well, if you flip your bat, you're then showing up the opponent. No, you're not. You're excited that you hit a home run. Totally. Nobody's flipping a bat because they walked. Nobody's f- <laughs> yeah. When somebody gets hit by a pitch, and if it's not intentional, which the players know, he doesn't go run toward the mound because he got hit by a pitch. It's part of the game. But when somebody says, take that baseball, the manager says, it's unwritten rule, that guy hit a home run and flipped his back, he's got to get hit next. And well, so and you know it's coming, and he knows it's coming. Everybody knows it's coming. And then it happens, and then the bench is empty. Yeah. And then nothing happens except a bunch of strappers stand around acting like tough guys. It's idiotic. It's the only
3: sport that does this now. I mean, what if the pitcher struck out the guy to end the inning and did a Lance Stevens air guitar type of a dance move and then ran off? That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, that's
0: not, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fun. It's emotion. Yeah. These guys aren't robots. You know? These guys aren't robots. Remember when Kirk Gibson hit the home run with oh. the Dodgers? What did oh, he yeah. do? He's running around oh, yeah. the bases. It was,
3: the best. It, was, it,
0: was a, it was a momentous moment in sports. Tiger Woods, when he makes the putt, what does he do? He gets excited. He goes and grabs his son. We want these people to be robots? Unwritten rule. In fact, I'm going to write the first book. What is this camera right here? This is the one that's facing you. This is the one that's on you right now. And then
2: we
3: got a three shot up there.
2: And then this is one on me.
3: You know, I just noticed the camera. (laughs) <laughs> no, this is this is a and the quality is, this is IHD. I mean if I would have known that I would be sitting here. No, no, See, I mean, now,
0: did I, you have I, to buy the Rocky Balboa shirt uh, here in Philly? I,
3: I did. I had to get the shirt. I love this shirt. The shirt. Now, did you go
0: to the Rocky statue now talking to the mic there? Yeah, of course I
3: went to the Rocky statue. Did
0: you have a picture taken? Yeah, I did. Of course. Did you run up the steps and do the whole thing of at the course. top?
3: Of course. Why not? So you
0: could do that. You're a tourist.
3: I love that. It feels good. I do it every day if, if, if I lived here, you know, if I'm getting you back would? in You know if I'm a foodie to drop that weight, you know, I get inspired, run up the stairs. Did you Run through the Italian market here on 9th Street, which Hi, is a couple blocks I'm, from here. I'm just gumping it. I'm running. I'm running the streets of Philadelphia here. It's, I'm having a blast. You
0: know, it's funny because we have some friends who, listen, Rock, the thing that bugs me about Rocky, I, I get the movie, 76. It was done here, Stallone, the whole bit. You know, Rocky is an iconic figure even though he was a make-believe guy. But some of the people in this town, so w- the Art Museum, which is an unbelievable building, we call it the Parthenon on the Parkway, right? It's one of the most amazing buildings on the planet Incredible. for an art museum. Definitely. Yet, most people who come here don't think of the Art Museum as a great art museum. They want to go there to get to go see the statue, which is down on the corner of it. Yeah. And more people stand in line to go there than to go inside to see the Art Museum. And so I don't have a problem with that. At least people go and maybe we'll accidentally go into the art museum when they
3: go see the Rocky statue. <laughs> well, there's a, new, there's a new exhibit that opened up two days ago, The Impressionist Eye, and it was incredible. I no, highly great. recommend going And outside. I
0: guarantee you, you know, growing up in the city, there are a lot of people who live in this city who have not seen the Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. And it happens in a lot of, like in Chicago, right? There's a lot of great things in Chicago. Unbelievable. I guarantee you there's a lot of people that have been up to the... The top of the Sears Tower, which is now the Hancock Building, whatever they call it. Is it Willis, is that, Willis Tower. Now. The Willis Tower. Yeah. It's changed 15 times. Totally. When I went to Chicago, I did everything. I went to the Cubby Bear. I went to. Uh, nice. I went on, I sat on the beam. I wrote, laid on the beam atop the uh, the Hancock Building. Uh-huh. But when it was still the Hancock. It's not the Hancock Building. No, budget.
3: Hancock still is, but actually they're thinking of changing its name now also. Of course.
0: Nobody knows what anything is anymore. No. So, But Chicago. I did all the Chicago like, things. For me,
3: being from Chicago, I still love Going to the Bean and taking a yeah. picture of the Bean and going in Millennium Park and Grant Park like tourists exactly. are not. Exactly. These are great cities that you've got to see. You are missing out if you are not a tourist in your city. You're and absolutely right. You are. You're in a great city. Just because you live there, you have this stigmatism that you can't be a tourist. That's crazy. No. And when back whenever anybody visits, I had
0: relatives from Italy a couple summers ago.
3: My whole family came over, my
0: cousins and nieces and nephews. We took them out. We took them, we drove them to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. to see the nation's capital. Yeah. We drove them to New York. And we went to the Statue of Liberty, which I'd been to before. Yeah, but it's one of those things you don't do it every week. Or you don't do it every year, but it never gets old. It no. never gets old seeing the Statue of Liberty. Never gets Never gets old to me Mm-mm. taking my friends to go see Ben Franklin's grave no. or the Bitsy Bitsy Betsy Ross House. Or all the great That's things in the city, it. the history because of the it's so city.
2: so I call it the its Bitty Betsy Ross House. <laughs> <laughs> and so
0: the, the great history, Boston, the same thing. All these great cities, people go to those cities and they don't see the historic parts of it. The neighborhood, New York, the neighborhood, Chicago, L.A., I mean anywhere, San Francisco. People need to travel more and absorb yes. the beauty of this country. Not just not this country, but all over the world. Whenever oh. I go to a, a city anywhere in the world... I want to make sure I see everything Traveling that's important in that city's history. Traveling
2: allows you to appreciate not only every other people's cultures, other people's situations, but it allows you to appreciate what you have more. Exactly. It and really the art museum, perspective.
0: Stevie B points out the first Sunday of every month, the art museum lets you name your price. So if you only want to pay a dollar, you can go in and see it. They want people to go in there. You know, there's all great. Did you go to Rodin Museum? Did you go to? There's all those great museums on the we Parkway. We went to
3: the uh, American uh, History Museum.
2: Very cool. The, the Revolution. That's Museum. brand new. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: that's yeah. only
3: a couple years old. Revolution Museum. That the History great. of the America. Did you go yeah. into the National Constitution Center and
0: get some copies of the Constitution to hand out to people who have no idea what's in the Constitution? <laughs> <laughs> we saw it. Whenever somebody, whenever somebody gives me crap on Twitter. about the Constitution and and the way the government works because I've been in the business for a long time and a journalist.
2: Read it first and then comment. I
0: I'm going to give you a free pass to the National Constitution Center, Mm -hmm. and I want you to go in there and read the Constitution and then come back and tell me what I don't understand about how our country works and how our republic works because all these people know everything and they know nothing. And I'm not bragging about my knowledge, but when you live in a city that has the history and you see the Declaration of Independence and you go to the, you know, to the- to Well, the, uh, living
2: here and knowing the history has nothing to do with knowledge because there's a lot of people in Philadelphia who have never even bothered to-
0: Exactly. But I, I said, anything. but that happens in all cities. Yeah. People live in cities and they don't go to like historic things because they think, that's what the tourists do. But it's not. It's great to be a tourist in your own city
3: mm-hmm. because there's things to discover- Every day. We uh, we went to the Philly Magic Gardens today. which was On the South Street? Yeah. Which it's was, awesome, yeah. And, the, and that whole street is awesome. Yeah. Very. That's where all the hippies
0: meet, South yeah. Street. South, except they're now, they're now the hipsters. The hipsters. They have to updo that, son. Where do all the <laughs> hipsters meet? South Street. East Pass Junk. I love this. I rip this city a lot, but I don't rip the city because it's not a great city. Yeah. I rip the city because of what the politicians have done to our city. Mm. You know, punishing people with taxes that don't make any sense. Uh, you know, not cleaning the streets. I'm, I proudly go out and clean my street because they don't they don't clean the streets anymore. And a lot of the neighbors are pigs and they throw stuff out. I pick it up. So I don't want to hear people telling me that I'm not doing my part to combat climate change or keep the streets clean. I used to have, when I was on in the radio in the 1980s, I had a thing I did every Saturday morning called Bruno Broom Brigade. We would give out T-shirts from our radio station and we would go out and clean up uh Parks, recreation centers that people were using, broken glass, basketball nets. I was doing that in the 80s. Volunteers on Saturday morning on our days off would go and do it. That's how you take part of your community. Sorry. That's what you do. Not, not protest the- every week. People are protesting and doing, and that's getting nothing done. Speaking of the yeah.
2: Bruno's Broom Brigade, people yeah. noticed that because the camera is now facing Steve, that they saw me in the background cleaning up the cat litter box again.
0: Was there poop in there?
2: Yes, Lily came down and and used it, and it was. I, I can't it was smell because
0: my allergies have wow. been bad.
2: But Dean noticed. He goes, "Ha ha, cat struck struck again." Yes, yes, she did. You,
3: now, have you been to? Uh, have you been to John's roast beef? No, I, we no, but we had an amazing ro- at Cherry uh, Cherry Tavern, Cherry Tavern. Street Tavern, Cherry Street. Yeah, Cherry, right? Cherry Street. Yeah,
2: actually. Cherry Street.
0: You're saying Churi Street. Cheerie. It's not a churro. They have those in New York. Cheery. They have them everywhere. Now. By the
2: way, for those of you, <laughs> she's, she's not on camera right yeah. now. Angela is not on camera. So if you see if you me hear looking the over the voice, voice, Angela, say hi. Voice.
0: Hey everyone. Wave to everybody Hello. over there.
2: And now the, Angela, you're and, a wait. Chicago
0: native, right? Or are you a Miami native? She's, been there years. she's Michigan. She's, been in, she's a Michigan native. Pure Michigan? Pure Michigan? Pure Michigan. Has she been in is she, is she a Uper?
3: No. No.
0: What you do you mean? The youpers
2: are great. She said that with disdain. I know.
0: (laughs) It's not an insult to call it. It's the Upper Peninsula. It's beautiful up there. She
3: likes to say Chicago. And people ask her, she says Chicago. And I always say, but I'm born and raised in Chicago. You're, you know, a trans trans See,
0: I am born and raised in Philly, but people like from Jersey and all the suburbs, they all say Philly. Yeah. You
3: know, because it's the Philly area. Now,
2: here's a question. Are you a Bob Seger fan? I don't think so. No? No. She she says she doesn't think so.
3: She loves country music, but that that may
2: but Me. Seeger is kind of a crossover he he's is not really a, he is. you're running
3: against
0: the wind now with us Angela come on <laughs> I know he's shot right now but he was a legend at one point like all of us By who get shot who weren't legends
2: I want to apologize for the Blair Witch moment um, with the camera uh, for those of you who just saw that. they're like oh my god stop shaking Tony I, I had to Turn the camera around to face Steve right. because I don't have another camera. Because people know what I look like, right. and they
0: don't want to see me And,
2: and the, uh, the, the wide shot only got him from the back, and I didn't have another camera set up yet to be able to aim it directly. And We're going to have to have
0: like 20 cameras. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's going to be like the, uh, the Big Brother house after dark.
2: To, because I had to zoom in <laughs> with this camera digitally... <laughs> It becomes a little bit more shaky when you zoom in, and your knee is touching the desk. I know. I got. It. We're going to build a bigger
0: desk here so I could put my legs under it. Because this was just this was our used to used, You know what this thing is? This used to be in our kitchen in our yes, apartment. Like one of
2: those rolling kitchen islands. Yes. And so, uh, but we, we built this. We, we built designed, everything else. Um, th- this is actually my design. This is this nine
0: hundred Nine hundred
2: seventeen corks, and I designed it so that this would be able to lacquered. fit underneath it. When you need more space in here, and it's the you know, that has the, the drawers and everything, and it just slides right underneath the cabinet. But then, if you need, like, if we're doing a party and we need like a buffet area or something like that, we can set things up here because
0: yeah, it slides under here when we don't need it.
2: And then, when we decided to do it's the – it's like tiny
0: homes, you got to have you know, all that space and all the uh, when nooks we decided and to do
2: the home studio. We realized that even this was not quite enough space, especially because it doesn't allow for him to face me and have his. Plus, I, I'm gonna anywhere. do. I'm
0: gonna try to do something that's it never been done before in my 50-year career in radio. It's, you know, I'm coming up on 50 years in this business.
3: Damn! Right now, you're gonna do it.
0: No, I'm going to do it one day. It's going to be a special oh, show. All right. Because yesterday I did a sinus rinse on the show oh. because I had allergies. Nice. And yes, we actually did. did it live. Mm. It was not as gross as uh, Dr. Pimple Popper mm. but it was because mm. I would never watch that. Mm-mm. But it was, it was a health tip. It was like a health section. Yes. You know how they have all these TV shows? They mm-hmm. have and Dr. So-and-so. Dr. Yep. Oz is going to come in here and explain how you do this. So yesterday, since a lot of people are having allergy problems because mm. everything's exploding, and I've never had allergy problems this bad Before, because I lived in L.A. and you get used to the pollen because it's all year round. Things are blooming here this year, especially everything like came out one time and you get congested. So people were complaining that I was congested on the air and I have the sinus rinse, the bottle where you squeeze it in a gun. I hate that sensation, but you have to do it to get all that stuff out of your nostrils Mm -hmm. and then you're all in your sinuses. So we did it live on the air. And then I kept bringing the bowl over and, and showing it and describing what was oh, in it. Oh wow. That then, was disgusting. But it wasn't disgusting. It wasn't
2: yes, that bad. It I mean, was?
3: It just is what it is. Exactly.
2: Disgusting. You didn't need to do that.
3: People love that stuff, Robert. <laughs> Did That's they love that? Did
2: I mean did they <laughs> love Yes it? they did. They, did they, they really? responded that they loved well, that. Actually people were. I mean okay. you know, you know how that go. is it's, it's like it's like when you drive <laughs> by a really bad accident you got to watch. Gotta yeah.
0: You got to slow yeah. down. Have to slow down. Have you been to Reading yeah. Terminal Market?
3: No, we might do that after this. You got to oh. go to Reading Terminal gotta Market. Got to go, yeah. right?
0: You got to go now, now. Tony Luke's a friend makes a great roast pork sandwich. Great uh cheesesteaks. But in, in there, Denix Roast Pork in the Reading Terminal Market. All right. And then I'm there's not, Biler's. Biler's is the pastry place, but the, you have to go early in the morning.
2: I want – because you, there are so many different roast pork places. You know, Denix is definitely the best. However, there is only one Herschel's Deli, and they make a pastrami mm. Rachel. Not the Reuben. Okay. The Rachel with homemade coleslaw and their own, made, their own uh, Thousand Island dressing. It is – phenomenal their pastrami it has no gristle it just like melts in your mouth and Seriously, when we've had people come here thing.
0: and they want it and then we have we ship it we get it and put it in a in a yeah. in a uh Herchels. we put it in you what, do you, what do you call it the bags with the that you that you take the air out
2: vacuum sealed, vacuum
0: sealed bag and then ship it to our friends on the west coast because they crave it it's so good can you, you can gotta have my it.
2: water please
0: oh absolutely is that yours or mine i knock mine over
3: how far so, is uh, the Reading Terminal from here? It's
0: right down. You see where we are? We're in the heart yep. of the city here. We're yeah. down in convention South center. Billy.
2: Did you drive by the convention So you go straight it's up, Ross.
0: Actually, you would go down 13th when you pull out here. Mm-hmm. 13th Street runs that way. Mm-hmm. You just follow it all the way into the city. Like a mile? Then, no, miles? no, no. It's like... Uh, Half a mile? No, you're going to pass Three Washington. Miles. When you get down toward Wall... Right when you get to where Market Street is... Okay. Market Got Street it. is where Broad Street, where the uh, City Hall is in the middle. Right. But on 13th... So go Thirteenth Street all the way, okay. Past Market Street, you'll see the New Gallery, mm-hmm. and then Arch Street, mm-hmm. and then you right there you'll see the Convention right. Center really cool. and the Reading Terminal Market.
2: And there's a, many, many different things that are cool. A lot of these places that have been there forever. Um, I think Reading Terminal Market's been there since the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. I yes. think. So there's some places that have been. No, open it's since over a hundred years. Yeah, over hundred years. years. And um, and there's a lot of um, Mennonite and Amish. Uh, little shops there. And they're all dressed up like that. So it's really cool. It's very, very yeah, cool. they're
0: legit. They're not people yeah. faking it. It's not like you go to Disney and people are pretending that they're like Cajun. And they're yeah, not.
2: I think, I think it would be bad form to dress up like that if you're not really like, like a Mennonite or Amish.
0: Although that's cool. I mean, that's a cool nah, look. No, no, no. I You think go outside, be, you don't use any gas or electricity. Like, you don't have a TV.
2: I think it would be, tr- <laughs> it would be kind of like dressing up as a priest. Well, I've done that because before. it's a, it's a religion. It's not a it's not just like a <laughs> Why? cultural thing. Why did you do
3: that before?
0: I, no, we went to we went to a ren fair. Actually, I, I dressed up as Halloween a Halloween is the only Halloween. Time you're to do I dressed up right, as right. a monk <laughs> and I killed it. <laughs> yes, you did. Did my my monk ensemble okay. was phenomenal. You, you I could be a monk too. Yeah. You
2: could do this. I so could. what we did might actually, be my new Angela, costume. Ashley, you'll love this. So I went and I got the cheapest wig I could find at the store. And then I cut out the middle. It's
0: a men's wig, trim- not a woman's wig. Just a men's like. Well, it was
2: just a regular. Just, bowl and and so I cut out the middle and then I trimmed it to look at, look like one of those monk um, bowl cuts. So the bald head shows through. Yeah. So it, it looked phenomenal. like I had a bald
0: spot in the top. And then the, Which the you do. And, and now, then, yeah, but my whole head's bald. But you only saw the ball part. And
2: then I and then I cut um, the front to make it look like it just had those straight bangs. You know, those. It looked really,
0: like a uh, mole from the Three Stooges, yeah. basically, yeah, with phenomenal. a bald spot on top. Nice.
2: And then, and then um, he had, a good look. He had like a, a long. Um, somebody gave him what was it called? The free beneath.
0: Yeah, it's one of those like not the snuggies, but it was it was like a robe that goes over, but it's open underneath instead of like. But it looked like a looked like a robe. looked like a robe that a monk would wear.
2: And then I just made him... Uh, I think they're called cassocks, right? It's yes. just the thing that goes over and then on a, and a, and a rope to tie and boom. Did you shave? No. No,
0: I, I, no, I looked. Seriously, I had chicks digging the monk look. You got to
3: share this picture online. No, we have to, we have to post them. Yeah, you got
0: to post we them. We got so many pictures from all over the world Then we take them and we never we go through to, and get them.
2: We went to Roberta and Rick's house for Halloween and I was dressed it, so... I dressed up as the sexy uh, Robin Hood, so it was Robin and. Um, Maid well, Mar- uh, no, who was no. the guy? Who was the, the monk? Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck. So okay. it was I was Friar,
0: Friar Tuck. Tuck, Yeah. <laughs> it was like the movie Witness, because they my. You know, yeah. that's where they filmed a lot totally. of that. That was that was yeah. all filmed in Philly. Great movie. A lot of great. Also, you the uh, the great Eddie Murphy movie, Trading Places, oh. was filmed. On Broad Street, all over the place. If you watch that movie now, you'll still see the building that's Wells Fargo on Broad Street. That's the the bank building where they worked, where the stock exchange. So there's a lot of great history here. A lot
3: of movies. A lot of great history here. Absolutely. Totally. Beautiful. One of the best shows ever. Had the theme song, you know? Will Smith. Yeah, exactly. You know? West Philadelphia, born
0: and raised. I'm South Philadelphia, born and raised. One of the things I'm proud of saying is I am real. I am a legitimately a South Philadelphia born and raised native.
2: Yep. you are correct.
0: Even though I've lived other places, this is my home. I move back. How many people just say you can't go home again? Mm-hmm. I moved back to the same street I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Who does that really? Yeah. Who yep. does that? Yep. Get out. Get out. Exactly. Get out. <laughs> Actually, I have Gary Radnor saying who does that, but Get I can't out. Find it right now. Get out. Get out. Did you see that movie? Get
3: Get out the movie, yes, yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal. All right, so what's next? Are you going to go Reading Terminal Market? We're going to do that, and then we might then just go to the Admiral's Club and hang out for, before our. So, flight what time's your
0: flight back? Uh, back to uh, nine
3: o'clock. We landed about midnight in, uh, in Miami. Chicago. Oh, Miami in Beach. South Beach. Exactly right, Robin. Is not a Miami fan, and I think that's an outrage. No, Miami is an interesting city. It is. It is a city. You know, it's in America, but it's at the very bottom of America. No, we. I
0: love Miami, and in is, fact, one of our favorite places in Miami. We've been there multiple okay. times. Joe Stone Crab.
3: Joe's is a le- legend. The legend most. And legendary. I'm not even a stone. I don't go there for the stone crabs. I go there for their salmon dish. They have a great um, hamburger there. <laughs> We, Everything's uh, good there. Nah, I mean, they, they have Joe's takeout next door to the restaurant, which it's is phenomenal. phenomenal. It is phenomenal.
0: And Robin, go to the. You know, we drive down to, the, to Key West all the time, so we've done the whole trip. We, we the first time I took her out here, we were still living in L.A. We flew into Philly. No, we we flew into Hilton Head, mm-hmm. rented a car. And then drove from Hilton Head all the way down to Key West. But we would stop. We stopped in St. Augustine. We stopped, no, in Savannah first. We stopped in Savannah, which is a great city. Yep. And we spent a the night there in a haunted hotel. And nice. we did all the Savannah stuff and all the squares. And then we went to St. Augustine, a Daytona beach. I drove Robin on Daytona beach. She'd never known that you could drive a car there.
2: Well, I knew. I knew that you could. But I didn't realize that you can do it just anytime, time. Any, like, there's nothing stopping you. And I'd never done it. And before, it's not obviously. against
0: the law. I mean, people do it. They drive their car it was on the beach.
2: Way cooler. That's than I cool. Thought it was it going really to. is cool. I'm going to have it's, to look that up. You have to do it. I did not beach, know that.
0: Drive on the beach. It's really packed sand, so yeah. you don't have to worry about having a four wheel drive right. vehicle. Because the you know when the tide goes out, I mean, it's really really packed down. So you don't have to. And people with regular cars drive on there. Stop their car, have a picnic, get in, and go out. Very. Cool. So that's cool. And Then we went to uh, we do all the lighthouses all the way down the Hilton Head, the St Augustine. And then we went to Miami, mm-hmm. and then we started driving down the Keys, mm-hmm. and we went all the way to Key West. It's it's one of the great trips that you take oh, if you're somebody that wants to do the whole East Coast down the
3: shoreline. And Key West for two or three nights is a blast. Oh, it's I phenomenal, mean, a blast. The music there, at, at all the different man. bars, yes. it's so much fun.
0: Exactly. We're going for Fantasy Fest, I think, this September.
3: I think. <laughs> if you have never been to Fantasy Fest, everybody, <laughs> never been, that is crazy. And we have an crazy. open invitation
2: from like the mayor. And and we also are really good friends with um, Pat Croce, who like practically owns all of Key West now. He <laughs> he owns the Green Parrot, and he owns the like I think he owns five of the ten bar okay. major bars there, the historic bars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no,
3: Fantasy Fest, you gotta go at least I know, once. I want to go. I know. It's in September. I really yeah, and then football season
0: starts. But screw football season. I don't care about the first two games. I'm going down there to Fantasy Fest. Yeah, sure. and then do some fantasy football too. Exactly. So you'll, you'll be all right. No, I'll go to Fantasy Fest, but I will not do any fantasy football while I'm there. <laughs> okay. Now
2: I know that they they have a lot more to see and a lot exactly. more to do before they have to leave tonight. So we want to thank them for stopping Again, by. Let's nice give
0: everybody information. Yes. Steve Green, foodie chats. Now, there's no website. It's just a hashtag. Yeah, there's, there's a website. A, there, oh, what's there, website? that
2: website? Foodiechats.com. Oh, there it
0: is. It's foodiechats.com.
3: chat F-O-O-D-I-E yes. c h a t s chat Foodie
0: Foodiechats. But the hashtag on Monday nights, foodiechats, wherever you are and you want to be part of the 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time extravaganza, Uh huh. take a picture of what you're eating. Yep.
3: And you ask questions. We ask 10 questions every Monday. Right. Different theme every Monday. You know, normally we say share uh, a GIF or a GIF of uh, your food mood at the moment. Uh-huh. And uh, where are you eating and tweeting from? And then, you know, 10... Check Instagram. And, Instagram. Uh, check out Instagram. Yep. Foodie Chats on Instagram. Tag your photos. Foodie Chats. We, we're up to like 600,000 tags of wow. Foodie Chats on Instagram. It's
0: it's pretty pretty cool. That's amazing. Now, that's a great idea. You know, and that's all you need to do. You have, and then you build a community of people around the country who feel connected. Yeah, how
2: many because people... Because we all eat, everybody eats. How many you have to eat. followers do you have now? Everybody
3: eats. We I have think... collectively ab- about 100,000 followers, yeah. from 50,000 on Twitter, about 40,000 on Instagram, and we have our personal accounts I think, didn't well. they do a song, Everybody Eats? Everybody
0: eats. No, I think it's Everybody Poops. Everybody, everybody poop. Well, no, the, the things everybody has to do. Everybody has to eat. Uh huh. Everybody has to poop. Poop. And everybody has to die. And die. But not everybody has to pay taxes. People keep saying all you have to do is eat, drink, poop, and pay taxes and then die. Mm -hmm. Taxes, remember, it's a voluntary system. Now you can get in trouble, but it's not something you have to do.
2: Now. (laughs) So <laughs> You again, heard it
3: live. Tony Bruno. Um, <laughs> Bruno all, Nation.
2: Please let all the foodie chat people know. We will. That they can listen to us daily and they can listen to audio only. They can li- watch the video. They can join us on the chat room.
3: And you see
0: what we talk- do? We have, have fun here.
3: Yeah. And In remember, sports, remember to ask your people about a topic. You could choose a topic and let's do a yes. a Monday night together. Absolutely. Well, we
2: actually we, we had a couple of suggestions already mm. because we did the update yesterday regarding Catholics being able to eat muskrats during Lent. Yes. Okay. Um, they were talking about muskrat recipes. Mm. I don't think that's going to go over No, we're not going to do that. Um, Not for a whole hour. No, could, don't think so. There's only know. so many ways I think that you can make that go down.
3: <laughs> I mean, we could tweet that right now and hashtag it and get some uh, suggestions. I'm sure. And
0: before I, I was giving the, uh, the next idea we have to do on the show, which I don't think can be done, Okay, is to take duct tape. Yep. And tape my hands down to the desk. Oh, that wow! And work. see that if I can do a show. I could do it without moving my hands Tony because I'm Italian. It. You know, I could do it. I'm not Tony. Beto O'Rourke waving hands up in the air and standing on tables. would
2: actually become. It would render him speechless. I don't think that he can. Can talk. I talk
3: without using my hands? No, I it's, think that I could just sit here and actually not move the no. entire. time. But now time. we're doing don't three don't hours do straight hours here. I mean, I could do it if, if if we're rolling with a fun topic and good convo. I can just sit right here. Couldn't and talk. happen. Could oh. not happen. I don't think. I know it's not possible. I think you got to get a clock and say today we broke a record where it was 20 minutes 30 minutes and then the Tony clock this is a good I idea I need to get a Home Depot sponsorship so I can buy like
0: 7000 rolls of duct tape have a gorilla, gorilla tape. tape yeah no gorilla tape gorilla then, I'll, I'll rip, and then when I will rip then I want to take it off it'll <laughs> rip all the hair off my palms <laughs> and that's painful but if you think I can do it, we may have to do a question on this yeah. for the audience. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for me
3: yeah. to do a three-hour radio show? Well, no, you can't without no with way. my hands taped yeah. down. No, we gotta, on we got We have to have an over-under, like an hour, twenty minutes, five minutes. We I mean, need. Will it get to a point? We need Vegas odds. On we this. do. We will do. I get to a
0: point where? I will literally like start r- ripping my hair out I, when I can't my hands will be taken. So I found out. the photograph but <laughs> yeah. you're
2: taking your wig off for some reason. Yeah, I don't know no. you don't have the wig on there. Yeah, but,
0: that's what Roberta's daughter.
3: Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah their kids are great. We love their kids they're also. They're fantastic.
0: I make a good monk. You do make a good monk. I could probably pass myself off as a priest, right. but I don't know if I'd want to do that right about now. <laughs>
2: yeah, that might. It, it's no longer cool. Tony. No. <laughs> so anyway, there's there it is for those of you.
0: I know everybody hurts. That was my joke. That was the joke, then. who did that? Uh, what's the face? The group. Everybody hurts. Okay, would
2: you stop? I did it by
0: accident.
3: Track. Sometime.
0: That's what's the name? Uh, do you group? I don't like.
3: R.E.M. R-E-M. Yeah. That's right. R-E-M. Everybody, Everybody hurts. hurts. Oh, yeah, yeah. The and I said there's a, sh- a whiny song. Do you talk about wine on your show? Absolutely. Always. Do you give like yeah. a, like a every show a wine recommendation? No, we, we, we don't. Or well, we used to. You should.
2: Is, this started yeah. back um, on the na- – so we are just doing the starting the na- daily show again nationally. But – um Back when Tony was on at night doing the national show, we had mm. Red Wine Friday. Yeah. And um, we had wineries starting to send us wines. And, um,
0: and Michael and David out in Lodi.
2: Sponsored for a long time. Yep.
0: And there's Zinfandel, the Earthquake. Still our Sin, favorite. I Lust, think we have a lot of their bottles here. The Lust Cat, the Lust. And then fans, our buddies in Louisville, has Tony Bruno labeled uh, Nice uh, Zinfandel. Did you know,
2: know that I've been pronouncing Carl's name incorrectly all these years? I, I pronounce it... Kustner. it's not. It's Kuestner.
3: I'm not have. I haven't. You have. It's like actually that reminds me of something. What? The how to pronounce the River Trail, which you know school what? Stukill. Stukill. That.
0: Stukill. School. school. Stu. There's no
3: T in oh, it. School Kill it's school. School, school, school. Kill. 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 Okay. And that's a tough one. one and school Kill River runs through the city. That is a tough one. Yes, school it is. And nobody
2: can print it we, nobody spell it. We
3: had to ask because our mind would, whatever we said we knew wasn't right. But it was a tough one to well, figure out. If you
2: Look Scoo-kill. at it and think of how it might be pronounced Scoo-kill. phonetically. It would be squill quill.
3: Shoo or
0: shui shui
2: shui. makes no sense.
0: Or as an old disc jockey used to call it, the Shorekill Expressway. Wow, that's what they used to call Shorekill oh. Expressway the seventy six, which runs the city. It was that that's that show with that road was actually outdated before it was built because the city exploded. And there's only two lanes in most of it, and there's no other major city in America. Where it's one of its two major highways is two lanes, and the Schuylkill Expressway is one of them, I 76.
2: Bubble 182 is saying, Why doesn't Foodie Chat sponsor a segment? But you know what would be even better is if one of your sponsors sponsors yeah, a Foodie Chat segment. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. We'll,
0: that one sounds like and a good you know, And we can have yeah. it in the background. We're yeah. allowed to do it, we can promote anything <laughs> we want on the <laughs> and- show. And-
2: Oh, what does that ding mean? That, that means, means somebody have- is
0: either subscribing or following us, okay. so we or, can hear it.
2: Or they are tipping us in the tip jar. We have a little tip jar. There's like a brandy you. snifter wow. up there.
0: Wow! So it's like NPR except we don't give out tote bags. Right. Although we should give out tote bags as we collect them from everywhere we go, including the visit Philly ones, which are awesome. The other Wait
2: night. a minute. I think that was just they er- were that great. was Eric Burns.
0: It was Eric Burns? I, I,
2: I saw it out of the corner of my, my eye. The great Eric Burns, the former great, Major League yes. player with the A's and the Giants? I believe that was him in Arizona, you now, yeah.
0: Beautiful. Everybody follows the I show. I was
2: watching a little bit of one of his episodes last night on Twitch. Where he does like
0: a golf thing. Now, well, right? he was
2: doing that, but he has, I asked you to print it out. No. Did, you, did you print out what I asked you to print out regarding the, uh, the fundraiser that he's doing?
0: No, I don't have it, Robin. I, whatever you printed Robin, out, I brought Robin. downstairs. Sweet.
2: Hold on a second. I'm going to pull it up. So upstairs on
0: the second floor of this house, we have my office up there. And so I work on the show thought, up there. This is the office. No, no, this is the studio. Studio. So in the upstairs office, yeah. I get up and I go in there, I get my coffee, and then I'm working. And then so Robin's down here, two mm-hmm. floors down. Mm-hmm. So we have walkie-talkies.
3: Oh, wow. So when
0: Robin says, hey, I'm printing something, can you bring it down? Wow. She could talk to me without having to yell through the house.
3: You now, know? there is, I mean, there is text messaging also, right? Yeah, but that's uh, I don't yeah. know, pay attention to my phone <laughs> no, during the show. No, that's all right. But <laughs> when you have a walkie-talkie, and it's a good one. Yeah. Here Robin says, "Hey, can you, you bring like the a walkie-talkie? I love these things. You man. just want a walkie-talkie.
0: Well, he does. He got it. He got really excited, like a
2: little five-year-old boy, when we first got them. I love but- listen to
0: the sound. I love. It. Listen to the sound."
2: When we were driving down, it was really funny. When we were Over. driving, we actually drove, we did a caravan out. to the Super Bowl in Atlanta this year because it's only an 11-hour drive. Only,
3: only 11 drive. hours. That's yeah. it,
0: boys and girls. So it wasn't that big of a deal. So we had somebody following us, our buddy Jack so in the, the back, so we gave him a, a walkie-talkie. This is 8-4, Roger here. Hey, good buddy, Nana. We're going to top up here at the,
3: at the Love's going, Gas Station. We're, we're going, going to get some lot lizards in here. here. And then good buddy, 104 4 We're going to get some uh, beef jerky. So <laughs> turkey- oh, jerky. yeah.
2: So Tony Bruno... <laughs> Tony Bruno and Jack in the back were having a great time doing this. Everybody else was in both cars. We're like, okay, that got old real quick.
0: Yeah, we did. It was like 100 miles in. You're going back and forth. Hey, Dad, you see that billboard over there, good buddy? like,
2: shut up. Okay. Um, So speaking of Eric Burns, I need to give this little shout out. And um, So Eric Burns has his own Twitch channel as well, Mm. and he's growing it. And um, he is going to be attempting to set a world record. For listening
0: to the show? For more than two hours,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already that's already been broken. I know people listen. <laughs> yeah. You know what the
0: average yeah. time of listening on this show is, and you have all that documentation now with digital. You can see two hours and fourteen minutes out of a three hour show our audience listens every day. That's wow, impressive. that's amazing.
3: That that's, it is yeah, on a radio station. They want you to listen fifteen minutes, and they're happy. Is this out of like three or four people that are listening? That that time? No, time? no.
0: That's every. <laughs> that's the combined. We've had like what thirteen hundred viewers, well, that's amazing. And the average time wow. spent listening is like 2 hours and 14 minutes. So what are you
3: doing wrong at the 2 hour and 15 minute mark? You Nothing, need to, no. What, I mean, what, that the fact happening? that people can sit around and
0: watch this, and this is, is it when is- it's live. This doesn't even count the, when people watch it again uh, on demand or later. Right. So what's, now what's the record that Eric Burns is trying to set?
2: Yes, let's get back to this. Um, he's attempting to set a world record on Monday, April 22nd through Tuesday, April 23rd. That is next
0: Monday and Tuesday East. It's a Monday after Easter, which is coming up this weekend.
2: He will attempt to golf a very difficult course and run a marathon on the course at the same time. No. So this is going to be 24 hour long marathon and golf
0: so Price. you mean he's gonna count the so when he when he tees off, he's gonna to run to with the ball, hit his and then he's gonna count that mileage or that count the distance, adding up to twenty six point uh, Two miles that would the marathon is at 26.2. So. so
2: he's going to be the location's going to be in half moon at the half moon bay golf course. Oh, wow! Yeah, we, we love half moon bay. Yeah.
0: The Ritz Carlton. Have you been out to the half moon and this bay? Is the Ritz Carlton.
2: This is for the Guinness World Book of Records. They're going to be in attendance to see oh. him doing this. Will they be
0: drinking Guinness at least?
2: <laughs> and it's, um, it's no, really, it's going to be benefiting the Let Them Play Foundation, wow. which helps kids, um, and sports getting being able to afford doing sports. It's a fantastic. And he's also gonna be um doing it live on the on his Twitch channel, the entire so people are gonna be. Yeah, last
0: night I saw him doing a show and he was like doing speed golfing in his backyard. Oh, he's practicing Who is this guy? Like, air, were air, former about? Ma- Major League Baseball player, Eric oh, Burns, he oh, played the okay. Oakland A's. All right. He, wow. uh, he's been on NMLB Network. He's a great guy oh. and he lives so out please, in the Bay Area.
2: Please support Pardon Eric me. Burns on uh, the Twitch channel.
0: B Y R. Yes. So not B U R N S. How so, is he spelled? B Y R N S.
2: follow Eric on twitch.tv forward slash Eric with a C. E R E. Excuse me. E R I C B Y R N S.
0: Eric Burns. Great guy. Great baseball knowledge. A Really laid back California kind of guy. Yeah. But this is so he's going to run a marathon and play play golf golf
2: at the same time.
0: Wow.
3: Yeah, this guy's an Iron Man here. No, he is. He's an amazing athlete. Wow. Wow. See, I still don't know how he does the. How does he run the marathon?
2: I, I'm is it like to he hits it. the ball? And then I mean, the he, putting
3: part should, of it all—the putting part seems to be we the strange. We should have part. But I as soon as out. I
2: can figure this damn phone call this situation, we can have Eric call in tomorrow. And,
0: we should do a, uh, yeah, a Skype thing because we can to, do Skype on here. Well,
2: I'll need to run out and get a quick n- another little camera so that I can do that. That's not a big deal. Be, these cameras are not expensive at all. No, so. they're only
0: like seven thousand dollars each, oh. which is pretty good. It's <laughs> nice. like under budget. No, nice. it's under budget.
2: <laughs> they're like thirty-five bucks. I know. These cameras bucks. are $35? Yeah, so thirty-five dollars. Yeah, they're just basic webcams. T- they're just low webcams. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
0: The and little- and I'm telling you, people think that they're like regular, real, big time. We've had pe- professional editing people saying, what kind of cameras are you using on that show? The like, quality looks good.
2: That one needs to be replaced um, because the quality, for some reason, is lacking a little bit. It's starting to go a little bit fuzzy every now and then. The auto zoom thing is starting to... To, we used to
0: just use these in rooms to, to videotape people who would stay with us, you know, and, uh, and, and see what they were doing in our bedroom. In it's like room. we're running out of time here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. We're almost ready to wrap it up. So Eric Burns on Twitter, Monday and Tuesday, 24. 24- see, I said that earlier. I want to do a 24-hour broadcast this yes. summer somewhere in public where people could come out and watch. And I want to stay on the air. 24 straight hours and then do it for charity.
2: Now, he, And have people I come by, he,
0: bring food, and hang out. You can do the it. Yeah. it. the way
2: he did the reason why you thought of this was because you were part of the um, uh, Beatles, uh, John Lennon.
0: 56-hour marathon, 56 yeah. 56-hour marathon. Stayed on the air for 56 hours with yeah. John Lennon back in 1975. Oh, wow. Yeah,
2: 24 hours might be too easy now. No,
0: but, but 24 hours, I didn't talk, talk consistently for 20, yeah, 20, 56 hours. We had Neither breaks. did
2: John Lennon. No,
0: we were had breaks, but we didn't sleep. We just stayed awake. Wow. And well, we, John
2: Lennon did it with he a, had help a lot, with of, a lot help. of cocaine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, there
0: you go. I did it naturally. Wow. Like yeah. breaking and... Uh... But yeah, no,
2: Tony has a John Lennon autograph from that weekend. Oh, no, on, um, on the, the wall. You got to check it out. out. Really I will. Cool. This
0: is going to be a museum, I think. This will become one of those Visit Philly must-go spots. Yeah.
2: Actually, people are asking how they can come and be invited down to Ooh. the wine cellar. So we should do some kind of a special... Yeah, we'll do
0: it. Because the summer's coming, people go down to the Jersey Shore here. Yeah. And I want to do win the tickets cellar. to the wine cellar while we're here. But the 24 hour thing that I want to do this summer, where we stay on the air for 24 straight hours,
1: uh-huh.
0: I want to do it like on the boardwalk in Ocean City. That'd be cool. Or in Atlantic City or any one of the beach communities. And then we'll do it live. And then we'll have like entertainment. We'll have people playing music.
2: Can we do it from Key West?
0: We could do that too, but that's a. Uh, We could do that in the wintertime. You
3: could get like an energy uh, drink sponsor. We have one, Sky Energy. Okay, there you go. Actually, I need to
2: give you guys some Sky Energy. It is so It Sounds good. We don't like... Energy drinks because there's that aftertaste like Red Bull. True. Um, Don't like them. I shouldn't name names, but I really don't care for them. Never have because they're
0: all clones of one another. Even though people like them, they all have that sort of. They do. uh,
2: They have that aftertaste that just makes your mouth. You will taste
0: this, this. and everybody who tastes Sky Energy for the first time says, "Wow!" And they use B vitamins. It's not loaded with taurine and all that other stuff. B vitamin energy so yeah. you don't get the jitters mm-hmm. and it's it's really really and so all I all we ask people to do is you try it and tell me if you like it or not and we haven't had one try person you're you'll like it. hey Mikey you got to try it he likes it you, you guys I'm like us we're like whoever we're sponsored by you're like you're going to love it No seriously I would that. not I would not take a sponsorship on if I didn't believe in the well, product don't he, do so, that so so
2: anybody that knows Tony like he has certain aversions Anything that – and he will not. Like, he can't get over them. So he can't eat cold meats. He can't well, eat – Well, some I –
0: mean, like, I can't eat some things that are cold. Right.
2: But they're, one of his major pet peeves um, are drinks that have weird tastes, including sugar-free. He he hates that sugar-free I can't eat, stuff. I, I, I can't would rather it.
0: die of thirst than have a diet soda.
2: And and the um, the energy drinks – for whatever reason, even if they are with, loaded with sugar, they still have that kind of a taste to it that he just has a it's major... It's the taurine inversion. and
0: the codeine so and all and the other stuff.
2: We were approached by Rich from Moonshine mm-hmm. saying, hey, we have a, um, a an energy drink guy that really loves Tony and would love... F- to be a sponsor on the show. And I went, I went, I don't know. So He brought it's it like, by one
0: night when we were doing a show for moonshine. Night,
2: I told him, I said, Rich, I, I don't know if Tony will be willing to do it because he won't drink them. And he doesn't like promoting anything that right. he doesn't believe in. Yeah. And Rich, Rich was doing the same thing. He's like, "Try it. I promise you, it does yeah. not taste like anything else out I there." I believe you guys. And so, so we went. So we ha- we had the meeting, and I told Tony ahead of time. I said, "I will try it first, and I will let you know if I think that you will like it because I know." And I tasted it. And I'm like, "Oh my God, Tony, you will actually like this."
0: <laughs> and I did. And I tasted it on the air, and I gave my honest opinion. Everybody who came in, I gave them a free can, and they tasted it. Everybody says the same thing. So. There may be one or two people that don't like the taste, but if you drink energy drinks and you don't try Sky, I'm telling you, and we're going to give you guys a couple cans to take with you. All right. And I, I believe, well, no, it's too much to take on a plane, though, unless you're checking. Are you well, checking? We'll just have one right now. You no, have to be checking, right? We There's are no checking. There's no way you're carrying on.
3: <laughs> we're checking. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're checking our bag. We are flying nonstop to Miami, though, right? We are flying yeah. nonstop. You don't do yeah. a connection when you fly to no. Miami. I rented Aquaman for my flight. Oh, beautiful. I'm not getting, Aqua Boy. No Aquaman. Aquaman. I'm getting ready for the Avengers Endgame coming out soon. So beautiful.
2: Steve was here all the way through the even though we were like two yeah, to go, the like show. half an hour ago. I know. But we we're, appreciate we're him hanging out. Did you have
3: fun, Steve? I had a great time. You guys thank you for the invite. This is and bravo. Angela, to this. did you have fun?
0: Yeah, well, we're gonna do okay. that so because Amazon is the sponsor. You know, Amazon runs uh, Twitch TV. We actually
2: have a, this is new. Pete, you don't even know this. I just loaded it up last night. We're starting. Amazon allows you to put like a wish mm-hmm. uh, wish a, list a wish list on Twitch. Yeah. So cool. Uh, there's a wish list on our on our Twitch channel homepage that if you is it like a and, wedding registry? Yes. And they, <laughs> like, if you see anything on yeah, there, like, I don't need just,
0: any more wine glasses. Yeah. All right. What else do people give you? Uh, Wine glasses?
2: This is is production room stuff. So you see anything on there that you feel so grateful to us that you want to purchase it for us? Feel free. Like a
0: new webcam. Well, We'll have to buy that on our own. $35. We're going to have to go to Best Buy today and go get a damn webcam. Go, Go fund their new webcam. Exactly right. So you don't have to spend thousands and thousands and millions of dollars for us. You know, if you, you want know, to, if you want to and you're like other super other rich, <laughs> and you just got a ten million dollar tax refund, or you yeah. didn't pay any taxes, right? And you feel guilty, and you want to send us <laughs> some money to help us keep this podcast going on twitch.tv slash Bruno kind of Nation Live. Bruno Nation Live, kind of
2: like what that uh, that um, Parisian mil- billionaire did. By that's uh, what's her name's husband, yeah, right? Selma Hayek's
0: husband. husband. Did you see that story? Mm-mm. Is He's donating a- one hundred and
2: thirty million dollars to help redo the Notre Dame wow the that yeah. burned down wow. and up all over the
0: world people are setting so they're going to rebuild it there's no doubt about it yeah. and it's one of the all time well, amazing yes. buildings of architecture yeah. and history of course and luckily the interior survived most of it it was just the roof structure in the meantime we got to wrap this up Robin because it's almost time to go we want to thank like- everybody who listened today all you people who subscribed Tony Bruno Nation BrunoNationLive.com not dot com <laughs> Bruno show live on twitch.tv. You followed us. You're subscribing. You're watching. We appreciate all of you. We want to thank you. We'll be back here tomorrow between noon and three. Actually, one to four tomorrow also, right, for our special Good Friday Correct, show? one to four. I will not be able to eat meat for four hours on the show.
2: <laughs>
0: or I may yeah. eat meat on the show and then wait for my mother to come with a spoon and start spanking me for breaking the law of Good Friday meat-eating. In the meantime, we'll see you again tomorrow. See you later, everybody. Thank you.
2: the to tony, tony bruno, bruno show on bruno, bruno nation live don't forget, don't forget to subscribe, subscribe on the twitch, on the twitch mobile, mobile app so you don't so you miss any of bruno, bruno Nation hilarity and hijinks because, because it, is it is definitely must, must watch, watch radio, radio. Of, course, of course you can, you can catch, catch the archived, archived audio, audio on, your on your favorite podcast, podcast app, app like Spreaker or itunes plus, plus if you, if you subscribe via twitch, twitch you can watch any of our archived videos we hope to see you back here every monday through friday from noon to 3 p.m eastern standard time see you soon